Don't Skip This One is a music podcast. Music is played and then the host and or guest talk about it. It's really not very complicated. Don't overthink it. The music and the talking may be explicit. The jokes and the bits will be dumb. Okay. Is everybody um, ready for this bullshit? I, I, I am so ready. Right. Zach, do you want to... You know, and we're recording. So before we actually start the podcast, um, do you want to just get it all out right now, just so it's, you know, just just lay it at it, lay it. You know that you know that I edit it for this one, so I could start it whenever I want to. So, no. as Walt Disney once said, "What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host Zach Fisher, and with me, as always, is Brady Levitt." Uh, and please welcome back special guest Kevin Bessay. What's up? Woo! I didn't give Brady. I didn't give Brady time to get. I did no ready. time. I jumped. I jumped straight in. <laughs> um, welcome to the episode called "When You Wish Upon a Song." Um, this is probably the most I'll be talking um, during the whole thing because this is um, Brady and Kevin's Disney extravaganza is what i've been calling it in my head but um their playlist uh brady's been wanting to do it um he was more excited about doing picking the songs with kevin than with me i don't know why seems crazy but i whatever. really like disney music That's i was why. so i and and with that too sorry i i realized that we had started and i wasn't fully ready i had my headphones on um <laughs> but um Sorry, I jumped. No, you're good. Uh, you, he jumped the gun because I was... Um, well, first off, I'm going to throw this out there. So if you are a Disney nerd like me or Kevin and love listening to the Disney music, don't worry. We've got you protected because Zach has promised me that on this podcast, he's going to keep the making fun to a, a minimum, at least about that Disney stuff. Like, he'll probably attack me some other way and like, my looks or my weight or... I don't know my IQ as something. He'll he'll. I would something. never make fun of your fat, fat, fat ass. Your OCD tendencies. My yeah. OCD tendencies. You know <laughs> no, the, the stuff never. that we talk about. The stuff we talk about. Um, no, but but Kevin and I have like I I I thought about this playlist about six months ago, and I was like, oh, I want to do it. I don't it's know. If Zach's gonna, I don't know if Zach's gonna <clears> let me do it. It's like, yeah, you can do it, and I was like, oh, cool. I me and Kevin will do it, and I think. It we just was, like haven't gotten around to it till now. I feel like no, and it was it was about six. It was a while ago. I remember yeah. texting Kevin to be like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" Yeah. Okay. What songs do you want? And we even like thought about it. We're like, "Okay, let's keep. We'll do like traditional." And then you know, because this is right. a, this is a, a playlist that I know Kevin and I could talk a lot about it. Right. So we kept off um, any like purchase properties, and we said songs, not um, not like soundtrack not like uh score no score it's just no songs. score and like no additional like buy-in so like no like pixar no marvel Century star Fox wars the, all that stuff i'm i'm learning about this with the audience is this a separate text conversation that you guys this have? is a yeah. separate text oh. conversation and yeah. anyway, <laughs> we've been talking about this for a while we've been talking Brady and I will sometimes <laughs> just call each other and the conversation <laughs> won't be about anything but disney mm-hmm. yeah. so like this isn't weird for us at all no like not at okay. all we talk about this all the time like we'll like we'll nerd out about it together and be like hey did you check out this yeah like kevin put out 
a like he called me because him and I forget who it was, and you can talk more about it. Put out like a almost like a diss track against all the Disney oh the remakes. remakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. hey, I, I want your opinion. Like, what about this and this and this and this and this? And I was like, okay, here's here's what I got. Did you like the song? Oh, I really did like the song. The song was good. Go check yes. it out. Um, yeah. Also, uh, to all of you longtime listeners, um, I don't have to actually uh, say hi to Kevin um, in the middle of a segment. I can do it right now. Hey, Kev. Hey. Um, I don't know if you've heard legally in my contract. I am legally allowed. Uh, well, not allowed. Legally, I'm no, supposed required. to mention you. I'm required to mention you. At yeah. least once an episode. So yeah, yeah. Which, which makes sense. Yeah, I, I do the same thing on my YouTube channel. I mention my brother, like almost like once a YouTube episode. Just yeah, say like so. a, a quick like because I know he's watching. So it's kind yeah. of that vibe. So that's yeah. that's what happened with this. Is uh, yeah. I don't have to do it this time. Yeah, um, nice. So, but yeah, um, we've been really excited about this. Zach, you do. Is gonna... uh, you do, however, have to alienate the audience, which I feel like though, like this whole. Like if if you're not into Disney, this whole episode just kind of oh, we is. will alienate someone in the audience. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna I'm sure. I know exactly who I'm gonna alienate in this audience. Do you guys Zach, have... go to hell. I don't feel like that's alienating anyone. Our, our audience is. I, I feel like our audience is me and Zach just listening back again to the podcast about yeah, seventeen times. When I have to edit it, yeah, I, that's when I listen back to yeah. it. Um. Yeah, I, no. Well, Megan, uh, Megan said she listens to it. I bet she'll listen to this one. Megan, please text us if you listen to this. I think we asked that last time, but we did. Yeah. Did did Zach, speaking of Zach, did you get anyone listening? Did it, anyone text you that they were listening last time? I don't feel like we need to discuss that on the, yeah, okay. and then release it on the. Um, we don't need to discuss the lack of text that I got. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, me too. Me too. Me recorded too. Me too. and then release it. Did you guys get any more um, views on the Paramore thing? I promoted on my YouTube, so I was just curious. Oh, that makes so um, much more sense. Did you guys I get got, more views like randomly on it? Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay, cool. I got it. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Well, yeah. So now that we know that Zach, first off, Zach is gonna be nice to us. Me and Kevin uh, love Disney music. Should we start this? I'll be, I'll be super nice i just brady feels like i hate disney or some or, or disney nerds or some shit i just it's just easy to make fun of brady for loving disney because he's been made fun of by assholes his whole life um me included but uh i don't actually hate I don't, they're, disney. they're not they're I, i'm not, just kind of indifferent about it That's they're too, not assholes fun. okay like i wouldn't call you and my family assholes <laughs> you and your entire family <laughs> although your family really likes disney too not as yeah, much they, as you but like but they, they love really to also like they love to make fun of me about it is the thing well yeah for sure so, um have you guys told I, the story I, yet of like when uh like the the gay thing with Brady or no? Because that's a really funny story. I don't know Family. if I'm allowed. To, I won't say it if I if I'm not allowed to. We'll pass on that. One. I love we'll talk about it. Someday okay. we'll talk about it. Um, we'll find a way to talk. About it. <laughs> find a way. To, okay. Well, let's. But, let, do you want to talk about how many theme parks you've been to now, or during this? Do you have bits during the songs, or during the discussions? I I can have some bits. I got some bits. Okay, but, because you know, I do want to say I do want to say I ha- I know I've been to one that you haven't been to. Zach has been to the only so the only one. 
Zach has yeah, been to the Tokyo. only one that I have not Sick. been to. I so, love how uh, I knew which one you haven't been to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, for all those, sense. all those listeners out there, um, I th- something that has added to my love of Disney was when I was, I know I've talked about this before, but when I was a, um, in my like, like early teens, early like preteens, even like started around 12, but like, um, my family would go to Disneyland all the time and we got annual passes and we go back um, really throughout like my teenage years. We were there all the time. And then I worked at Disney world. And then when I worked at Disney world, I went on an internship, not internship, a study abroad. We went to Disneyland Paris. And then before I started my job currently, well, like my full job with Marriott, like six years ago, my dad and I flew to, Hong Kong and went to Hong Kong Disney. And then we, uh, it would have been, I guess about four years ago now, um, we got Chinese visas and we flew to Shanghai Disney. And so Tokyo Disney is the one Disney resort I've not been to. Dude, I really want to go to Tokyo Disney. That's like, that's the one I want to hit up. Yeah. It's fantastic. I I really liked it. I really liked it because like my, one of my favorite movies uh, Disney movies is Lilo and Stitch, and they're oh, like okay. Stitch obsessed over there. So Sick. there's a lot of good Stitch stuff, and also they have uh, Disney Sea. Yeah. Um, that yeah, that um, they're... Tokyo Disney Sea is really really cool. That I one, really that one's really Disney awesome. Sea. What's well, your history with um, Disney, Kevin? Before we get started yeah. on that, um, I mean, like how then... like just like life wise or what? Yeah, life wise. Like Brady just gave a breakdown of his and his okay, Disney so like and stuff, but. I mean, I, I like most people like grew up with Disney, um, playing a lot. Uh, I, I've really liked animation, um, the creative process. I'm a real big Pixar fan. Like I've read several books Mm, about Disney. Uh, one of my biggest goals in life is to be a songwriter for Disney, like to do like a a real Disney film. Um, so I, if you're hiring songwriters, Kevin's available. Yeah, I, I I need to look more on like because they they do stuff for their like TV shows and stuff more often. You can get it in, in that way, but yeah, uh, the bigger ones normally have to do like a musical route or like become like a big pop star before they can write for them. Well, uh, you never know. Walt Junior Junior listens to our podcast for oh, sure. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, perfect. he texted me. He texted me the um, other day. Actually, that Walt he only to had pop- two daughters, so. <laughs> could those daughters not have had a son named walt jr 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 uh i don't think so yeah uh so (laughs) so anyway um and then i've also uh like i'm a big fan of like the kingdom hearts series which is like a video game series based on disney stuff so i have like that appreciation for it and um i also have made a like a decent chunk of money by talking about disney on youtube like i've made like probably eight hundred dollars just talking about disney stuff so hold up hold hold up here do i get a, a cut of that because i know that at one point i was on your YouTube. you were that one hasn't made very much money <laughs> son of a so it's, it's so it's not just it's it, it's it it's, must it's, be us it's, it's us main... zach we're the reason no one's listening to us it's it's the uh the encanto one so that, well, I that makes sense that yeah makes sense. Cause I, um, I really got on that Encanto wave. So I've, I've made like significant stuff with Disney. 
Um, I might actually just like post this Spotify link once it's done on my YouTube page. And there's a chance that it's like people will see Disney and click on it more. So you might actually get more views on this one just because of that. Like that's very possible. Um, Cool. I'm going to go over my my history. Yeah. Yeah. My relationship with Disney is that I got, um, is that I got uh, jaded from disney real real quick because i grew up in southern california i grew up in southern california right next to disneyland um we went i we actually went to knott's berry farm more in middle school um because it was closer to the school i was at and it's also cheaper so i I bet the school probably just like that but um i went to disneyland um not like every year but um we like i i went when i was really young like we have pictures of me when i was like two or something which was also like the last time my dad went. Um, Zach was two of flipping off the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach seems two like middle fingers. My grandma was hitting me over the head because she would never stand for that bullshit. Um, no, I my um, no, I I I mean it was fun. I, I always I've always had fun at Disneyland, and I like Disney movies. Um, I'm just not like a super fan like you guys, I guess. It's like it's it's more like i think the normal for everyone is just you know or normal level of like i enjoy disney um i i think the properties that they have bought i enjoyed more um because i enjoyed them before they bought them since star wars and marvel um so i've had fun going to the park since they've bought those and included them but yeah like i grew up like going to disneyland um I know that we did senior year trip there and I did two band trips there in middle school. And I can't remember if we did any others, any other time in high school, but um, been like once a year since high school though, like through one way or another friends wanting to go down and needing a place to stay or something. It makes sense. And it, and it makes sense. Like, you know, cause Zach will always give me a hard time, but it, it really is because like he is like most people out there that it's not like a hate it's not like oh, i hate disney or even like i don't like disney it's just like yeah i like disney it's it's good where then me and kevin are like further on that spectrum of like yeah no 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 but like we love it and i oh yeah i i i, I may you know kevin you could correct me if you think i'm wrong but i think mm. i'm even further on the spectrum uh mm. of that spectrum uh than you are and uh oh yeah you're definitely further like i'm i'm uh, most people that know me like i've even called mr disney before because of like how much i'm into it especially among like fellow musicians mm-hmm. um but when you get into like like raw disney obsession i i don't touch your disney obsession like i don't even come close to it yeah yeah no, I don't think a, I don't think there's very many people in the world who <laughs> can touch your love of Disney. It's and and I feel like I'm a normal adult too cuz I feel like there's those There's like Disney adults, but you're not like a Disney adult. You're just a normal adult who really 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 likes Disney. Yeah. As I'm wearing a Disney shirt, but this is like the one Disney shirt I own. Right. I guess two, but still. Um yeah. Um I have a question for Brady. Do yeah. I have to wait while you come up with a transition to the song to see no, the we'll, song title this whole we'll, this whole episode? No, we'll just we'll go into it. I might come up with ways, but this one's gonna be a, a little bit harder. 
So yeah, I was gonna. I don't know how you were gonna get there. Um. So what? Anything what's else the, you what's say? the order of the songs right now? Oh, you'll see, Kev. You'll okay, see. Cool. Are we ready to go? Yeah, but let's do this thing. Ready? Yeah, let's hit right. If there's a prize for rotten judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. That's ancient history. Been there, done that. That one was I Won't Say I'm in Love from Disney's Hercules. Uh, with Susan Egan as the... Susan Egan. As the voice of Meg. Susan Egan, long time coming Susan yeah. Egan, who was going to be Belle, but she didn't get that role. And she was Belle in the Broadway mm-hmm. version. Um at first they thought she was too like sweet and kind to play Meg, which is so funny because she brought the sass like 99%, 100% just killed it. So if you guys couldn't tell Hercules is Kevin's favorite Disney movie. Oh, I love Hercules. So we thought we put this one first. Like Kevin started off with his, his favorite. Yeah. This one. And I I think like, I really like big hero six too. That's another favorite Disney movie of mine. It's, there's there's a lot of, of favorites out there. It, yeah, this yeah. one's like probably ultimate, but like Big Hero Six, Tangled, this one, they're all very very good. But yeah, this one's so good though. Hercules, really is good so song. Hard. Yeah, it's such a good like. So, um, there's different kind of subcategories for Disney songs, and this one falls into the kind of love song, where like a, a character expresses their love. And what I really like about it is it kind of subverts that trope of love song to be like a denial of love song. Hear that, Zach? I have um, completely zoned out. You guys were talking about Hercules <laughs> and, uh, about, about Meg. I was reading because I was like, I was like, where's Meg in the Greek mythology? This is the first time for some reason I thought of that. <laughs> you're like, she oh. is actually she is actually um, from the Greek mythology. Sorry, yeah. were you talking to me? <laughs> no, we were just talking no, about no, how I just, Hercules is. I just saw Zach start zoning out, so I wanted oh, to funny. see if he was paying attention. Sorry. No, I, I agree. Like I've, I really like the song. The song is, is it's catchy. I'm, I'm a fan. So, um, so <clears throat> yeah, Alan so Menken kills it on this one. Yeah, Alan Menken kills it on all of them. So yeah, for all you fair. non-big Disney fans out there, Alan Menken, he is the um, he writes the music for. He's well, like he's, the Disney Renaissance guy. Yeah, so he started off with the Little Mermaid with Howard Ashman. He had Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, uh, this song. Like he's he's done a lot. Um, um I'm gonna jump in quick. Um, yeah. for for yeah. our long long time listeners the um, first time callers um we <laughs> we typically say we do little to no research and i just want to reiterate that th- this is actually the same i'm pretty sure brady's doing all of this off the dome and Kevin we're both probably... doing it off the top of our domes yeah. yeah yeah i will i will also be doing it off the top of my uh head but uh, as you can tell it will be um, much less informed. So I would. Alan I would Macon. I've I saw him perform at the Hollywood Bowl though. So. That's actually. Did really you really? Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's he, so cool. He did. I did the. I saw the. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna save it. But I did see him. Yes, that's so but, cool. So I'll save the story. Zach, I am gonna disagree. Going back a little bit, that um that we do little to no research. Most of the time, we do little to no research on our podcast. However, I feel like this episode um has been. We've got about. <laughs> 32 years of research behind it <laughs> at least i've done so much research into disney music yeah. like i'm probably as far as like disney songs go i would say i'm in like the top one percent of people who know like a crap ton about disney songs yeah so like i'm on disney fans, we just we just don't so have much. research in front of us because Re- we've been doing it for yeah research for this episode yeah. yeah no no we haven't done any research for this episode no. so what's really yeah. cool about hercules is when Alan Menken started working with uh, David Zappel. David Zappel was like this super different writer who was adding like a lot of puns and like a lot of jokes into the songs, which wasn't as familiar of a thing for Alan Menken. And so that's why you have like all these really great Greek puns like throughout the music. Um, what's also really cool is that they approached this whole project by saying, what if we made it like a gospel choir? Like we mix gospel music with musicals, yeah, which turned into this really cool thing because you know initially don't think like oh Greek choruses are like you know the gospel girls in the background and it just works so well and it like turned out into such a cool project and I just love that sound that's like something that I really like about Hercules musically is that fusion of gospel music with uh, musical music and just how well it comes off because yeah. there's not very many things that do that right. No, like no, it's. I, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I do have a question. Um, going, kind of going back to. So we know it's your favorite movie. Yes. But it's what? What would you say your favorite part of? Let's say let's. This is gonna be two parter. We'll go around the room, kind of like we did with uh, Paramore when we did that episode. But what would you say your favorite part of the song is? So favorite lyric or just part of the song, and favorite part of the movie or reason why you love the movie. Yeah, uh, as far as favorite part of the song goes, uh, I think I really like the back and forth that you get. So I really like how they incorporate the chorus into this song. Because a lot of the times throughout like this uh, soundtrack, you've got songs with the chorus singing and you've got songs with like the lead vocalist singing and they don't combine. And this is the first time you get like a pure interaction between the chorus and the lead vocals. And so I feel like that creates this like really special, cool connection. And I like the way they kind of like make fun of her in their background vocal. And I think that's just so fun. So I think that's like my favorite feature of the song. It's not like a specific lyric or anything, but that's the feature that I really like about it. And then favorite part of the movie Oh, I, I think the reason I like this movie so much is because it shows someone go from such like a terrible place to becoming this hero who's so well regarded. And he does it multiple times. Like he gets knocked down and then he builds himself back up to that level through grit and determination. So you would say you love the zero to hero story. I like the zero to hero story. The zero to hero song is not my favorite song. But I'd like the zero to hero story and like, yeah, he has these amazing connections because his dad's a god, but it's almost like that wasn't the key feature there. 
Like even his super strength, that wasn't like a plus for the beginning of his life. Like that was the detriment of his life. And he turned that fault into a pro, you know? Yep. No, I fully agree. Zach, what would you say your favorite part of the song is? Um, oh, I like the, uh, the, um, ending where they, they do just a little flip and, um, change the whole tone of the song to say, like, I want at least out loud, I won't say I'm in love. And then the, um, yeah, it, like completely puts the song on its head. Um, and also the Shana Nas by the, um, the muses. Uh, uh yeah, the muses, um, really, really make it uh rounded out well um and then um were we talking about our favorite part of the movie as well yeah um i so this came out when i was i just looked it up it came out when i was five um and i've i this is like peak five-year-old zach humor i thought this this movie was really funny from like when it came out um and it's still really funny Oh well, yeah, it's still really funny, but I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, but I, I, rem- I'm just like thinking back on all the many bits, and I was also, I'm, I was also a huge mythology nerd, um, growing up. Really? So every time, I don't see that. <laughs> okay, you get one shot. Hey, I, I'm in front hey, of you. You get one hey, shot. Remember when I promised? Remember when I remember what I promised? <laughs> I do remember. I do remember. Man, that's home. Um, uh, I, no, I was a huge mythology nerd, so it was like I would learn more about um, Greek mythology or read Greek mythology stories, and then I would watch this again um, and start getting more of the like different things that they added as the uh, jokes and stuff. Pieces. Yeah, different in jokes that you would only really get if you knew. Greek mythology um yeah I, I like, really like how they did that, and uh, that. like I, I agree where even even the you know some of the things with like the I know it's like Roman numerals but it's like someone called X oh that's X. crazy you like a Disney movie wow oh that's so surprising <laughs> all right that's my one okay IXII the oh, IXII someone called IXII which is called 911 like just like stuff like that that I don't think I ever understood it until, like, I was, you know, like, probably in my teens, and I was like, oh, that's Roman numerals for 911. Okay, I get it. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think my favorite song is the same as yours, Zach, is that, like, that very end is the, the at least out loud, I won't say it, I'm in love. I just like it's the, how it's delivered. I, I just love how it's delivered as well. She's such a great vocalist. Like, have you seen, she did like a recent thing during COVID where she sang this song again and she still sounds amazing. I have not. I need to check that out. It's really good. Go check it out, listeners. It's surprising. This will surprise everyone. I did not see that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, and I think, I think my favorite part of the movie, I would say, like, I can't think of one as an adult, but I remember my favorite characters as a kid were Pain and Panic. Oh, they're, they're so great. I just thought they were so they're great. So and, I, and look, thinking back, like, just the things that they would do, I remember just loving them as a kid. And so I still love them today. But, like, yeah, I remember when the movie first came out, just loving Pain and Panic. But, yeah. 
Did we forget to forget to? Oh no! Them in um them when they're wearing all the Hercules me- merchandise is yeah. also oh that seems so good. <laughs> Hades blows his lid. Um, do we have well, anything you... else on this song? No, I don't think so. If, unless no, no, that's it. That's all I got. That, that's all I got. I I I was trying to think of a way to to pun it into the next song, but I, I couldn't do it. The beast will make off with your children. He'll come after them in the night. We're not safe till his head is mounted on my wall. I say we kill the beast. We're not safe until he's dead. He'll come stalking us at night. Said to sacrifice our children to his monstrous appetite. He'll wreak havoc on our village if we let him wander free. So it's time to take some action, boys. It's time to follow. And that was the mob song from Beauty and the Beast. Um, it was really the, the whole chorus, but yeah. So the mob song by from Beauty and the Beast. I chose this one. So the reason I chose this song, like Kevin with the last song, Beauty and the Beast is my all-time favorite uh, Disney movie. I, you know what, I'm taking that back. It, I think it's my all-time favorite movie. I was about to say, I was like, it's your favorite movie. Favorite movie yeah. in general. Like, all-time favorite movie and check on what i promised is making fun of uh beauty and the beast uh fall under the making fun of you for being a disney nerd thing uh yeah so what i'm a little confused so you're making fun of beauty and the beast or making fun of me for liking beauty and the beast beauty and the beast the movie oh yeah that falls under it yeah don't you dare yeah all right beauty and the beast is amazing I won't talk about how they're supposed to be in France and everyone has British accents except for one one character. Okay, go on. Well, Zach, the reason why that they all have uh, British accents, not even British accents, they there's not a lot. Yeah, I mean, I said British. The the yeah, it's like mostly American. Mostly American. Mostly American. Uh, it's because France wasn't even the first part. The originally it was a written as a. Um, a non-musical set in in England, and and then it did not go well. So then they changed directors, changed everything, and then then they set in France. I oh. just why I did not know that why why only one character have an accent then? Uh, because it's funny. Um, why why wouldn't why wouldn't they all just not have? Huh. It's okay, but real why quick, did they yeah. hire Emma Emma Watson to be on the live action version? There's so, something we just don't understand the answer to. It's just like the last one. How many Greek accents did you hear? <laughs> None, but there also weren't other accents. There wasn't. There one are Greek other accents. accents. No, no, no. There, there, are, there, I there mean, are all there sorts of accents. One, there wasn't one oh, okay, Greek okay. accent. I was about to say okay, you have all sorts I'm of sorry. weird accents in that one. I'm sorry that that's bugged me for a very long time. So I just needed to get it. Oh, out. it's bugged everyone. It's yes, never yes. bugged me. How oh, come no? whenever it's my favorite stuff, we always attack, attack Brady. Brady, Brady. It's one thing. The rest of the movie is fine. The movie's it's a great, great movie. I like it. Wasn't it nominated for like two Oscars? Oh, like it was for nominated. song, just no, for no, song. No, no. Oh, like just, two yes. of, two of the songs were nominated for Oscar. Yes. Yeah, it both. Won, it, it won and, the golden. The... It won the Golden Globe for Best Picture. 
it was i'm not arguing that it's not a good movie i'm just wondering I'd hey, we're just talking questions. about what's good about it we've stopped caring about your thoughts on this zach <laughs> <laughs> i will go back to googling <laughs> greek mythology <laughs> zach's over here just like Sorry. son of a son of a bitch i wonder what a hydra looked like in in greek mythology <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was so savage of me. I'm not normally that. Savage. I want to. I I know what a hydra. That's a dumb. That's a dumb thing. Do you, you don't know what a hydra looks like. No, no, no. I, no, I know what a hydra looks like. I'm just saying because you're like I'm gonna go back to. Googling. I wouldn't need it. I wouldn't need to Google that. That's a dumb thing to Google. Yeah, you're right. What did right, Pandora's right. box look like? That's a better thing. Is what? It, what? Are, what are the descriptions of Pandora's box? I, don't, I haven't. I haven't looked into that particular thing. Okay. I'll go, go do back. that now. Continue talking. Okay. About the okay. Brady, go. Uh no, I'm just I'm I'm just kidding, Zach. I, I had to alienate our audience somehow, and I thought I'd alienate you just now. Check. I am contractu- contractually fulfilled for this episode. That's that's mean, Zach. I you I had to do I had to last time we called out Megan, I had to call out somebody. Hey, what do you like about this movie? So yeah, we're talk moving about on. Your, talk about the movie already. Okay, so this I or think the this song. is either one. Yes. Actually, why did you pick this song out of all the songs? That is, yeah, that's a I great question. Actually, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious, curious about that too. Of all the okay. songs from Beauty and the Beast, why the mob song? So, I think the mob song has been my favorite from Beauty. Like I love every single song Whoa. from Beauty and the Beast. But the mob song has been my favorite since I was at least four. No way. And I've got video to prove it. I'll I'll. I'll post it on the on on the on the page, but um, if you, and I, you guys have might you guys might have seen it on my Instagram. I posted it a couple of years ago of me singing the, the mob song. Yeah, with Haley just kind of doing whatever in the background. Um, but yeah, no, the mob song has been my favorite from this movie. I don't know why. I just it always just has been my favorite. Which is hard because like there's you know so many good ones but like i i know that it's been my favorite for the longest time um and yeah beauty and the beast as i've always loved being the beast i can't even tell you one like one part of the movie that's my favorite if i had to i would say the very very opening scene and that's my favorite because um, you know when the that the opening prologue where it's it's so good, and it's using all of the stained glass windows. So, um, a little fun fact that kind of helped add to the reason why this movie is my favorite. Like I I've realized it's my favorite for the longest time. I've said favorite way too many times uh, in the last thirty seconds. You're anyway, a passionate man. I'm a very passionate man. Um, when I went and I did the Disney College program, I went down and I worked at the parks and I got to work in Fantasyland. And so when I was in Fantasyland, I worked two rides and I was there for about a month. And then they're opening up a brand new area in Magic Kingdom called New Fantasyland that had um, a Little Mermaid ride, a Beauty and the Beast like experience is the best word to call it. Um, uh, a circus with like Dumbo and a goofy ride. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, working on a snow white mine train, lots of different stuff. A month in, uh, my leader pulled me aside and 
asked if I wanted to be on the part of the opening team, which means that I got to be the first cast members that worked it. So like I went in, learned how to operate the ride when there was no guests in the in the area because they had had us blocked off. So like we had learned the attraction, run through it for about a week before the, they started sending in guests. Oh, and so cool. I worked the Beauty and the Beast attraction. And in the attraction, there's a certain part where you go into Maurice's workshop and you see a magic mirror and then it starts with that prologue and then the mirror like opens up oh, and then you walk through it to the next room. Really, really cool. And that kind of helps solidify my love for Beauty and the Beast. So yeah, that's, that's why Beauty and the Beast, that's why I chose this song. Um, what's besides, besides Zach's uh, confusion with Lumiere, um, what are your guys' favorite parts of the song or movie and movie really? Am I going first? Yeah, yeah go, go first. first. Okay. Um uh I'm gonna be doing a Greek mythology fun <laughs> fact corner for this whole episode. Um because Pandora's because you were you were talking, 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 you were talking a lot, and I um I was reading over here. Um the pandora's box it's actually a mistranslation uh it's a jar so it's a fun oh. fact for you. yeah because they cool. stored a lot of things in jars uh anyways the uh the uh the song i don't have a lot on it's a good song uh, it's a uh harrowing part of the movie um i prefer the bonjour song which i'm sure has a different name oh bonjour so good yeah um be our guest is that actually the name of the no song? Or, 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 no you're thinking of a bell yeah you're thinking bell bell yes the beginning one. bell's so bonjour, good bonjour. yes it's very good song i really enjoy Such that one song. i enjoy i think i've talked about this before i enjoy um uh trying to do all the voices when i listen to songs with lots of different characters um so bonjour is very good for that um uh and uh the movie in general um, so this is actually, so, um, I saw at the Hollywood bowl, this, I saw Alan Menken play. Um, it was the live rendition of beauty and the beast. Oh, um, they did that, I can't remember how many years ago Brady was supposed to go. I couldn't get work off. That's what it so, was. I, so I gave it to my, the tickets to my sisters. Yes. Um, that's right. And, um, it was with, me my parents uh, my ex-wife was there and um brady's sisters but uh it, it was like it like wasn't my pick to go but it was really cool to do like i, I wasn't like against it it was just like i wouldn't have picked it but it was really cool um especially because zoe de chanel um played bell and i love zoe de chanel so she did a fantastic job um alan came out i think um, I don't know if he did a particular song. I'm trying to remember now. I don't know if he did a particular song, but I think he might have done like a medley of a lot of his songs through the throughout the Renaissance. Did Did he sing piano. or what? Uh, I think it was just a piano. To my oh, just piano thing. Oh, sick! Uh, yeah, that would yeah. Be really, really. I oh, I remember Zach sending me videos from that, and my sister sending me videos, and just yeah, being so mad that I couldn't get down there for oh, it. Oh my goodness! I'm like, I'm a good friend, and I knew it would piss you off, so I made sure that's so freaking cool. It was a really cool concert. They did a really good job. They do, um, they do that most years. I don't know. I know COVID. They had to stop, um, 
but most years they do like a live performance and like they'll play yeah live performance of the movie basically and i think they play bits of the movie um and and, and that was really really cool like that's, that's so cool i don't have a specific part of the movie other than Bunchur is my favorite song but it's a cool memory about it that's um, such a cool Kevin. memory yeah okay so i've got quite a few things to share so bear with me for a second okay first off my favorite parts of beauty and the beast are bell and um uh something i haven't heard but there must be something here we haven't that wasn't there before that song is so sick i love how it like oh, develops yeah, the romance awesome. and they're like in the snow and stuff bell i think is so cool because it accomplishes so much like one thing that the howard ashman alan Menken duo was so good at is they could accomplish so much in like one song yeah so in bell you have established two of the main characters once you've established the villains want and bells want and you've developed a setting and introduced like the primary characters and like people's opinions on them you do all of that in one song and it's incredible and it's so cool um yeah okay so stuff about the mob song that i like one so uh ready you've seen the howard ashman documentary so you know this too but a lot of people think that the mob song was about um, the anti-gay sentiment due to the AIDS crisis. I didn't know that. So, oh, okay. Have you you seen the Howard Ashman documentary though, right? You've seen Howard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about it at one point and he says, like Howard Ashman, when he was asked about it, was like, no, <laughs> that's not what it's about at all. It's about villagers wanting to kill the beast. Like that's... That's the whole meaning of the song, but a lot of people like interpreted it as something different. So I just think that like little fun fact is fun to me that like, I think it's so funny when people read into a song one way and the songwriters like, that wasn't my intention at all. <laughs> He's just like, no, you're like a little off base, but I, I thought it was interesting that people read into it. I, and I like that like interaction, like when Childish Gambino with This Is America, everyone's like, it's such a great protest song. And he's like, it's a 4th of July song. <laughs> it's just a hanging out song. <laughs> um. So another thing I like about the mob is the there's like this either clarinet or piccolo near the end that's just going off and it has this really cool melody near the end. And I was like, I haven't I it, I just like heard it for the first time we we're listening to it just now. And I was like, holy cow, I forgot this was here. And it's so great. And it sounds so sick. Yeah, I I, I agree with with you on that. Like, I. um. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I guess I haven't actually told my favorite part of the song. I think my favorite part is the Sally Forth, Tally Ho, Grab Your Sword, Grab Your Bow, Praise the Lord, and Here We Go. Just the, I don't know, like, with the mob singing it, I really, really like that part. And I've always liked that part. But yeah, um, I'm glad that, I'm, I, just starting off with Hercules and Beauty and the Beast, I'm very glad that we're able to do this finally because I've been wanting to do this Disney plays for such a long time. It's funny because this is very similar to just like Brady and I's conversation on the phone sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just like going off on this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm here too. Yeah, and Zach's here too. <laughs> Zach's here too. It's like, okay. it's like, it's like it always has been. And then Zach's here. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I'm glad I could be here. Yeah, we're glad to listen, have you. Listen in on your conversation. <laughs> um, 
the next have song. A, did you guys have other memories or things you wanted to talk about? Oh, I think I'm good with Beauty and the Beast. I love Beauty and the Beast. I, I think for the sake of the podcast, we probably should move on because I could talk about Beauty and the Beast for oh, a long, 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 long time. One thing, last thing I want to say for those who don't know, I'm hopefully you guys know, but this is this was Howard Ashman's last musical. He also wrote some stuff for um, Aladdin. But this is the last one where he had like full involvement to the end. And so it's really beautiful in that sense. So I, like that, just like when I like saw the doc, Howard documentary, it gave me extra appreciation for Beauty and the Beast because it was so cool how like he would he like left his hospital to go to the recording session. to like be with like Angela Lansbury as she's singing Beauty and the Beast and like coaching wow. people through the sessions and stuff. It's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Well, um. If Brady's not going to do it, I'll do it. Uh, I think that we should be, or, or at least I should be, on my way. Tell everybody I'm on my way New friends and new places to see With blue skies ahead, yes, I'm on Three, two, and scoobly doobly doo. That was on my way by Phil Collins from Brother Bear. It's like having two Brady's on this podcast. <laughs> Why did I agree to this? I I'm still surprised that you agreed to it, and you said we could do more. I we have I, it on recording. I don't know what like. I, like I remember when Brady told me about this, he's like, "Yeah, Zach won't be here for the ones we do," and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> and then now you're here, and I'm like, "Great, glad to have you." But just so you know, because <laughs> originally Zach is originally the plan was Zach was gonna just like show up at the beginning, and be like, "Okay, here's here's Kevin and Brady, I'm out," and then join <laughs> us again at the very end, and be like, "I hope you guys enjoyed that." I I wasn't there the whole time. I think if um, I wasn't here, um, people that aren't as big of Disney nerds would drop off as soon as you, as soon as I dropped off. So I was like, I'm going to make your, I'm going to make your Spotify playlist thing. Just like everyone who listens to your podcast is going to be like, oh, it's the Disney podcast. I'm going to pervert (laughs) your podcast using any marketing powers I have. I'm going to be sorely disappointed when they listen to the other episodes of the other 43 episodes uh just 40 but um, is is this episode 40 did we this is 41 okay okay 41 yeah why did i pick on my way because i freaking love on my way it's a banger like what a freaking banger it's such a (laughs) flipping good song like Brother Bear's okay. It's like post Disney Renaissance, technically, right? Because like, mm-hmm. like Tarzan mm-hmm. had come out. Tarzan was like the end, tail end Disney Renaissance. Brother Bear wasn't like a huge movie. It it was good, but it wasn't huge. I don't but know if we on need my to way, is certain Disney movies that might be liked by people on this podcast lower than other ones. Well, no, I'm just saying. Um, all I'm is, saying is it's you... post Renaissance. It didn't it didn't perform as well in the box office. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. The Renaissance is Disney's like Renaissance to the box office. It has nothing to do with. Was Tarzan part of 
I, I can't help but thinking about Tarzan because Phil Collins did it. Yeah. Uh, the, the song. But, yeah. Um, was it also? I don't know the Renaissance. Yeah. So the, the Renaissance. Yeah. The Renaissance Tarzan ended Renaissance. Renaissance. It started off with the yeah, Little Mermaid Tarzan's and end. ended with the with Tarzan. And then after that, um, it kind of tanked a little bit, especially in like you know the two thousands. Like, there's a lot of still good movies, but like box office wise, it it tanked and then it came back up again around Tangled. Was that the switch to like more Pixar when that? the end of the renaissance well, go into pixar or is the end of the renaissance yeah it was like what had started well, dominating whether the pixar movies but also like it wasn't just that like the quality just like dropped off because like you had all that like disagreement between eisner and um oh, what's his name uh cats jeffrey Kat- katzenberg. katzenberg yeah there's yeah. a lot of stuff that happened like right around lion king pocahontas that kind of like Walt and, Jr. Jr. And then, and then the things that weren't being like in production during that time just like suffered because of it. Like everything yeah. post them, because they it, it was like this dream team that did really well together in creating great yeah, art. Got heavily into drugs, all that stuff. Yeah, at the end of the Renaissance. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Zach, um, I have an important question for you. What's your next uh, uh, mythological? You can't just. Uh, corner no you no you're we, do, we have to talk first you can't we have to you talk can't, first you can't demand a mythological corner i will come up with it while you talk because i'm gonna zone out oh okay 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 okay, uh, okay. so but i am glad that you put this on because phil collins is great like and i think it's that thing with like both brother bear and tarzan like people love both those movies but i feel like I feel like you don't ever hear people saying that Tarzan or Brother Bear is their favorite um, movie, but it's always like top, like favorite soundtracks is always mm. Tarzan or Brother Bear. Like anything with Phil Collins. Brother Bear is one of my favorite movies. It's not a joke. Well, that's good. Like, and that's, but that's what we mean. It's like you don't hear. It's not. It's not as like. It's not like Frozen or you know a lot of movies where it's the mass appeal but but that's that's why i think i like it too is because it's not it's an amazing movie that just has some of the um not as many like lovers of it but the lovers are a lot more passionate about it um, yeah it's got like a cult following yeah because like another one that i know that zach loves i think it's zach's favorite disney movie is kind of in that same um, same realm it's uh, Lilo and Stitch that mm-hmm. like it didn't do as well mm-hmm. as the box office you don't hear as many people like I guess Lilo and Stitch is a little bit different than Brother their Bear. merch does super well though yeah the Stitch merch is like I mean that's like second to like Pooh like right after Pooh Bear as far as like top sellers it's like yeah. Mickey Pooh Bear than Stitch but sorry go on I, I interrupt uh, yeah no I'm just uh, I'm glad that you put a, a Phil Collins song on here because because the, Phil is great. Like, you can't yeah. beat Phil Collins. Uh, Quick aside, have you read his autobiography? I have not. I'm going to text me. Uh, we'll talk about this after because I need yeah. to write it's that down in my... so good. Okay, it is well, one of my favorite autobiographies, and he narrates it. Oh, really? I love when, when yep. that happens. Okay, we're, gonna, we're, yep. we're getting sidetracked. Sorry. Okay, what's, your, what's your favorite part about the song? Uh, um. So it's the second time he says he goes into the tell everybody I'm on my way. I just mm-hmm. love that transition when like the music's kind of like you come from like this really high point and then like 
just that chord progression where it goes from that to the so tell everybody i'm on my way and it just sounds so cool and it's such a good vibe the whole song is just this vibe of like and it's the it's one of the best travel songs of all time like if you're getting in your car and you need a song to get somewhere you're getting on your way if you have on my way on you know what i'm saying yeah i think my favorite part is it it's i don't know maybe you guys know what it is but um, it happens a couple times, but like in the not the snow, not the rain. There's that weird like honking noise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love that part. Every time I hear it, I'm like, like that's my favorite part. Is that that? It's like a vocal mixed with like a horn. It's like they're doing kind of like the both thing there. Do you know what I'm talking about, Zach? Uh, I can't think of it right now. Are you thinking like the ba ba Are you talking about the Give me a second. That vibe. Um, um, yeah. You're looking it up or playing it for yourself to find it. Yeah. So, um, so this, this part right here. Um, oh, in the background there. In the background. The, that, that, I'm talking about the bop, bop, bop. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds kind of honking. Person. It's like, it has like a honking type sound that that bop, bop, bop. Did yeah. You it's hear vocal. What? Yeah. I think it's mostly vocal. Yeah, it's vocal. It it's, it's vocal. Mixed. Special. But but it's like yeah, it, like it sounds it, but it's it, it, uh, like it it's sounds so cool. honky at like uh, it sounds like yeah something honking and it I, I just it just re- I really really love that part of the song every time I hear it I, I really cool. I listen I listen for that part that's yeah, fair. Not, that's a really I, cool part um yeah I really enjoy the song is like so Kevin said like this is definitely like when when you when it comes on in the car on like a road trip is like a perfect road trip song um and they're like traveling during this song right it's during the traveling <laughs> scene of the uh, movie yeah um no I, I i really like it it's good pick um i don't think i would have thought of brother bear's soundtrack off the top of my head but i really enjoy brother bear the movie um especially as a one of three brothers um it was like really cool um like the the relationships between the different brothers um and also um your greek mythology corner you when you're talking about bears you got to talk about ursa major and ursa minor um which is uh the in the greco-roman tradition it's um uh the bear is um they oh they have a son they transform uh yeah 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 okay so uh, sorry i'm rereading it to get my bearings the um the bear is the uh used to be a nymph which um zeus cheated on his wife zeus cheated a lot on his wife i don't know really? if everyone knows that this what? is very this is a lot they took that out of Hercules. The fact that he yeah, was a did. huge player, they made sure to keep that on the down low for a Disney kids film. Um, but yeah, he probably had sex with anything under the sun, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was a nymph. And um, uh, Zeus's wife. Sorry, they're using the Roman words. It's throwing me off. The Roman words in this. Uh, Zeus's wife uh, Hera. transformed the nymph Hera, transformed the nymph into a bear and put her in the sky. Oh. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yes, man. Also, I could... um, the there was a lot of Native American traditions about 
that constellation as well being bear-like. Oh, that's so crazy. That's that cool. All over the world. That's, that's, that's crazy that it, it was a bear in, like, you know, other sides. It was, yeah, I mean, I'm on, I have the Wikipedia page turned up, turn, uh, pulled up. It's in Greco-Roman, Hindu, uh, there's a Judeo-Christian, uh, East Asian, North European, South Every All humans have thought of that as a bear. So it's just a bear. Just how it's it is. a bear. That's a bear. And if you don't see it as a bear, you're wrong. Um, mm. Which brings us back to Brother Bear, the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. Right? All right. And... Um... <laughs> I don't know if I have a specific memory, but I've, I just remember I've always enjoyed this movie and I never got why it wasn't more popular. Even like even like my little kid brain when it came out, I was like, why isn't everybody, why isn't this more popular? Well, and I, I, like, I, I agree with you, Zach, but I think it's because I, um, I, because you love yeah, all Disney I love movies. all Disney movies. So, but, but uh, yeah. Okay. And so like, even as, as a kid though, like, I, you know, it was more like as an adult, like looking back at me like, oh, that, that movie didn't do well. I, but I love that movie. What do you mean it didn't do well? Like kind of looking back and seeing some of the stuff, you're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Just, you know, as a kid, you're like, all these are great. I think my favorite is the, the two moose. Moose in. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that's, that's that Canadian duo. It's a Canadian duo of Canadian Robin Canadian Williams and I was it Robin can't... Williams? Oh, I thought yeah, it was... not Robin. No, Williams. not Robin Williams. Not Robin Williams. Okay, I was gonna say uh, not Robin Williams. Why can't Rick Moranis? Yeah, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis and I forget his name, but they were Bob and Doug McKenzie. Um, they had like a movie called Strange Brew. Like it was, they had this whole comedy bit about them being two like dr- drinking Canadians and like all they loved talked about was beer. And like they took those characters and made them into moose and you know, Disneyfied them a little bit. But like that's those were the characters they were playing, just like I didn't as know that. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. It was great. Like they put I, on their I accents and everything too. Probably Brady told me that at one point. Uh, and I enjoyed it. That's that's great. Yeah. What about you, Kev? What's your favorite part of the song? <laughs> I said my favorite part of the song. Oh, you did? Okay. Didn't he you talk about have... his favorite part? I started. Yes, true, I kind of zoned out, but I thought that both of you had talked to them. So that's yeah, we, we both said our favorite we parts did. of the song. Okay, it, we, cool. we, we were talking, you were you guys were talking about what you liked about the, like, just fun facts about the movie. Yeah. So do you have, do you guys have anything else that you want to say about this? Yeah, it's Nothing. just, I have one thing I want to say. It's too yeah. bad this movie didn't perform better because it not performing better is part of the reason we don't have more Phil Collins Disney albums. Yeah, it's sad. It's now I'm more maybe maybe yeah and who knows yeah. like bill collins could come back i think it'd be yeah. dope they could totally bring him back still he's still like kill he kills it i mean he's a great composer still and and you know what boy sounds great he's still out yeah. there the world is cruel the world is wicked It's I alone whom you can trust in this whole city. I am your only friend. I who keep you, teach you, feed you, dress you. I who look upon you without fear. Three, two, 
Just two, go. Two. Any one. minute now. I'm editing all of that out. <laughs> and that was and that was out there from Hunchback of Notre Dame Ooh. by Tony J and Tom Holse. And this Written one was by my Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. Yeah. And this one was my my favorite. Um Hunchback has the has one of the best soundtracks, in my opinion, of a Disney movie. And like I I think I originally was going to put um Hellfire, Heaven's Hellfire Light on this good. one. But we had just Zach and I just used this one on the Face of Evil 2. Uh, I guess by the time this releases a month ago. Yeah. And so uh, that was a good choice for that because it was a very evil song. But I good song. This song I like I then I'm glad I I didn't or we had already used that because looking back, um, this has been like this has been one of my favorite Disney songs for a long time. One of them. There's many, but like yeah, I remember looking at, um my ipod classic because i still have my ipod classic i haven't mentioned it in a couple i haven't mentioned it in, in a while zach that's impressive i used to mention it all the time before mm-hmm. um and in real life all the time before yeah anyway um i remember looking at out there and seeing that like it was the number one played song on my ipod for <laughs> for years and years and years um I have always loved it. Like the movie is really, really good. It is funny. And we talked about this during the face of evil, um, that the movie and the book are so different because Disney had to tone it down for the Catholic church. So that way they could like, you know, still make money off of it. Um, so we won't really get into that. What? Because... That's weird to me because, oh, oh, okay. Because, I understand now. Yeah. Sorry. I understand now. I, I've read the book, so I was like, wait. But then I remember, okay, I, I, I'm i good. Continue. Then, then it's darker. We're like, you know, at the end, Esmeralda and Quasimodo are both dead. Like, right. lots of stuff. But I've always loved this song, especially, like, my favorite part. I don't know about you guys, and I'm if I had to guess, this is probably your favorite part, is the very end, the bone resent, won't despair, all the bent, I don't care. I was spent one oh, day out yeah. there. That That just ending, that powerful just him singing it and then the my like you hear the timpani in the background just going hard it's i love that ending that's a that's a fantastic crescendo of it of and and the whole song really builds up to it at least the second half Mm -hmm. it builds up to that very end of it i mean um you get like a preview of it which is all the best composers do is you're 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 composing and you're giving hints of what will eventually come um and you yeah you end on that have you speaking of that ending um have you guys heard the tiktok or viral uh, more than tiktok but they they um someone edited together that sound and phantom of the opera oh i have um, not heard that they, they go together weirdly well but like he they'll they after he sings there it cuts to the dun 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 dun. Oh, oh wait, no, cool. I think I have heard that. Yeah, they, it's, that. and it cool. does and there's go lots really of videos with it. Yeah, they it goes weirdly well together. But anyways, that's all I could think of. Uh, that random thought. Um, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, no, you continue. What's was that your favorite part of the song too? 
Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm looking up Greek mythology facts. Sorry. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll move on so to I'll Kevin. go on. I have so many things to say about this song okay, that it's ridiculous. It. Okay. So first off, I'll start with my favorite part of the song, and then I'm just going to go into stuff about this song that I think is so cool. Okay. So my favorite is the switch up because it starts in this like completely different tone and completely different vibe. And then it goes into the not above them, but among them. And it's just so sick. That part is so sick. I I love that. And then it transitions to this completely different song that's so joyful and exuberant. Yeah. Um. So I've done a lot of study on Disney want songs and uh, the structures of them and found like a lot of really interesting things. And I, I've thought about making like a full YouTube video on like my thoughts on want songs and like how they function because I have lots of thoughts on it, but I haven't done it yet. But here's one thing I've discovered in all my research. So most of the time when a guy is singing a want song, he's looking for approval, right? Okay. So like go the distance. It's all about how he wants people to see him in a certain way. Aladdin, yeah. one jump, same thing, approval. And when girls sing it, they're singing about escape. They want to go to a different place. They want to be part of a different society than the society they're current part of. Okay. So there's two exceptions to this rule. Number one is Mulan with reflection she's thinking about perception which is interesting because you know mulan is like kind of a male female character you know mm -hmm. she identifies as male for the majority of the movie yeah. um and then hunchback quasimodo is the other exception and he's all about being among people which is really interesting because you would think he'd be about perception but he doesn't even realize how people view him yet at this point yeah. in the movie he has no idea he only knows what Frollo's told him yeah and so his whole goal is i just want to like go out there i want to see for myself i want to escape so it's so cool also this song is um really big in the gay community mm -hmm. because it's like a coming out type song like out there uh so any any song without in it as like a positive thing is normally popular in the lgbtq community because of that um also i just i think this album is so cool because it mixes uh classical music and you know religious overtones with yeah. musical and go what you're saying oh no i was gonna say i agree where it's like kind of what you're saying with hercules where it mixes it kind of adds the gospel <laughs> to a mu gospel music to a musical where this one does really well with adding like religious hymns to a musical mm -hmm. with like um you know i th think about um you know god help the outcast like that Ooh, like not even just you know not just that one but a lot of the songs you'll hear like the the hymn chanting you know of of the music and i think that's with, what makes it so powerful yeah like everything like it, happen, it happens in happens in Hellfire, happens at the very beginning, like the the introduction with you know oh, the song so the introduction song and the outro, yeah. Oh, man, I freaking love Hunchback. Uh, it makes me want to Hunchback again. Yeah, I I need to I need to go back through, and I I'm excited because, <laughs> and I haven't I know I've talked I don't know if I've actually talked about this on the podcast. I know I've talked about how I recently um 
had a daughter, and that's why, you know, we had to put, put the podcast on hold for a couple of weeks there back in, in May. Um, yeah. But your paternity leave. My paternity leave, which weirdly, you know, yeah, one job gave me paternity leave. The other job was like, hey, when are you coming back to work? Uh, we have a podcast release on Monday. And <laughs> one of those jobs doesn't pay you either. Yeah. Someone asked you to come back. My wife Look. did not like it then. She's good with it now, but she was mad when I when I first when I first did it. But anyway, um, I'm excited because now I have a daughter. Like I, I, I when when she could start watching movies because right now she's still too young. We don't want her to really like watch TV or screens and stuff because you know melt her brain and she's six months old. Um, but as soon as she can start watching Disney movies, like I'm excited to just like just go through them, go through them, like start from the beginning, mm. do a rewatch with my daughter on so all jealous. of the Disney movies. Like I'm so excited for that. And I'm excited to, to be able to do that with Hunchback and, and a lot of these ones we've been talking about. Um, but do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I know. Yes, Zach... I do. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Sorry. Um, also, so Stephen Schwartz also did Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. which has like a really epic quality to it. So yeah. I, th- I just like how like you have like this like continual like religious epic quality thing that he has throughout his career. Like post this too. Um, I, I didn't realize he did Prince of Egypt. That's that's really cool. He also did Pocahontas. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He did Pocahontas. I just didn't realize he was Prince of Egypt because I don't. It's not, Disney. it's not Disney. I, I love Prince of Egypt. <laughs> I don't love the soundtrack, but I don't listen to it as much as the Disney ones. Um, right. Zach, um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Yes, welcome to Mythology Corner. Um, <laughs> here we're going to talk about uh, the gargoyles in um, in Hunchback of Notre Dame and what they made me think of, not actual mythology about gargoyles, because screw that. Um, no, they made me think of uh, golems. Uh, do you guys know where golems, which mythology golems come from no they come from i don't know what they are but i know a golem is like isn't it a a creature that is pretty much just like made up of earth and is it things from the earth? yeah so they're made from inanimate matter usually clay or mud um mm-hmm. it's actually a a, a hebrew or a judeo oh. um idea uh the golem um it's also in uh yiddish spelled slightly different but it means someone who's lethargic or beneath a stupor because typically golems are just set for like one task um in the mythology um yeah that i you know think looking up actual like the gargoyles and stuff will be smarter but i was like i got distracted because i thought about golems (laughs) so well that that was mythology corner with zach a new Do you have anything you on. like about Out There? Are you into Out There at all? Or oh, it's a very good song. I think I talked about this maybe on hell on the last one. Kevin wasn't there, obviously. Uh, the whichever one we the, was that Face of Evil, yeah, Face of Evil when we did Hell's Hell's or Heaven's Light, Hell's Fire. Um, I think I've watched Hunchback of Notre Dame twice in my life. Oh no way! It has not been a huge impact in my life. It's not a like. I feel like a lot of Disney's. I you know as a kid they're you like repeatedly watch movies um more than i do as an adult um but um yeah hunchback we just i don't it just wasn't big in our house i guess 
Um, I think I watched it once as a kid, um, but then I remember watching it later as like an adult at some point. Um, and then, I mean, very good music and stuff. I, I enjoy it, but. Last thing I, I was going to say, going back to your your gargoyle comment, did you guys know that the, the, the gargoyles are named Victor and Hugo and oh. Laverne? Oh. So Victor Hugo is the one who wrote yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame, and then um, Laverne is after Laverne Andrews from the singing group, the Andrews Sisters. So like... Um, yeah, they were big in in the forties. Oh, yeah. That that one, that third one doesn't really fit with. Uh, yeah, the third one's it, a it little more I don't, random. I don't, it is a but, little bit more random. But, but I get. But you know that that's cool that they named it Victor and Hugo. I never noticed. Well, yeah. I didn't notice that because I've seen it again, uh, twice. Twice. Well, Probably, and I only remember watching it once. I was so young the first time. You guys have anything else you want to talk about? I think because I think we're. I, I want to talk money. about money. I want to talk about money. Okay, Zach, beat me to it. Let's do this thing. Let's sell out. And in addition to that ad, go follow Don't Skip This One on Instagram or Twitter or um, YouTube. Um, one day I'll do something there. Um, you can also subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform, whatever it may be. It's probably there. If it's not, Feel free to, again, just text me because everybody who listens is, has my number. Um, uh, uh, Spotify Premium has the full songs instead of just the clips, um, but um, you can at least listen to me and Brady and sometimes Kevin and sometimes Cody talk a bunch of nonsense. Um, and also every episode has a playlist on my Spotify profile. If you search Zach Fisher, Z-A-C-K, on Spotify, my profile is the one with the show's logo on it. The others are a bunch of turds trying to steal my name. No one can have the same name. It's only and, me that has it. And um, again, if you're listening to this on Spotify, great. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify with a friend who has Spotify, but you're like, I like using Apple Podcasts more, don't worry. We're we're getting there. We're, we're, we're up to... May? Oh, we're, we're, we're up to April. April. It's April. April. We're in April. Late, late April. Late April. But but then starting in May, we go every other week instead of every week. So we'll be able to catch up a lot quicker because we're more than how about you just say we're I'm more than halfway through posting. We're more uh, than halfway done through posting. That sounds better. Than are you getting, doing like every other week for Apple Podcasts or how are you guys doing it? No, right now, yeah, that's our right. Right now, we're just trying to get completely caught up with all the oh, other yeah. ones, with adding in like song clips, so you can just listen to it straight through. Or Spotify, you're able yeah. to to listen. So we recommend Spotify because that way you can hear the full song and enjoyment. But you know, you do you, dumbass listener. <laughs> I I really like doing Apple Podcasts, so I'm I'm really excited that you guys are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's like my primary yeah. listener. Okay. Um. What in our our special guest star, um, Kevin? What do you have to shout out and sell out? Yeah, for so I just released an album. It's called "Bashing My Head Through a Wall." It's you just released good. an album. Yeah, I, I had a pretend surprise. Sorry. Oh, okay. People are That's saying awesome. 
people are saying it's the best album ever made so i don't know like you know i think it's pretty good personally but i i really i really enjoy it it's it's a different feel um than than before so much that like it's i feel like it's one of your darker albums like, it's the I've, darkest one it's sure. the darkest one and i've had to text kevin to be like hey good because <laughs> i know we made that joke about um you know during the paramore one and then i was like okay but seriously like you good <laughs> yeah this, this, no this... i appreciated it it it's interesting this is probably the one where i've gotten the most texts from people saying like are you okay you, um you said is this is this artistic or yeah or are you really, really sad right now? So I was really, really sad. Um, yeah. When you wrote so, all the songs. Yeah. So, I, well, I didn't write them when I was sad. I normally use it to process things post. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, um, during the shutdown, I was just like super, super sad. Um, just way bad. And so. Like pandemic shutdown. Is that mm -hmm. what you mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that during, during that time is when I uh, like experienced a lot of this stuff and then i also based it just off of my like love of emo music and like um other depressing forms of media like neon genesis evangelion so i just took like some of the things i experienced and just like exasperated them and just made them sound a lot more intense than they actually were uh to go with that emo vibe you know really really um, i really enjoy it it, it yeah. soothes me it's like one of my favorite albums to listen to like in all seriousness that's awesome. Yeah, everybody go check out uh, Kevin's new album. Kevin, um, where can we find your stuff? It's on Spotify. So if you're on Spotify right now, you can just flip over to that right away. Uh, it's all it's on it's everywhere else too though. It's on YouTube, Apple Music. Um, do you have a iTunes. Do you have a, a handle you'd like listeners to go out and, and look for you? At? Just my name. Last name is spelled B as in Bobcat, E as in Elephant, S as in Snake, S as in Salamander, E as in Elk, Y as in Yak. Why did you use two different animals for E and S? <laughs> and how did you have that ready? <laughs> I Whenever I promote myself, because I do like a lot of open mics and stuff, I spell out my name. Salamander and it's and pronounced. Snake. It's Anna, And remember, everyone, it's pronounced Kevin Bessie. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah. It's, the thing is, some people like make fun of me for like pronunciation of my name. And I'm like, as long as you don't add an L, I don't care how you say it. Blessy. Wait, where would you add an L? Blessy? People say Beasley. Oh. I get I mean, it all the time. The, all of that, the time. That's so, how do you fuck up that bad? That's, that's just, I don't know. I'm so, I don't know. God, I, I'm mad for you. I'm yeah, so upset. I don't, I don't correct people unless they add an L. If they add an L, I'm like, that's just wrong. Um, well, Kevin, do you know what you should do next thing. time? Next, yes. Next time that someone does something like that, I can't think of it. I I tried; it didn't really work. You were, were so close. I you know. should make a man out of them. But I'll make, make a man. Of, but that sounded weird. It sounded sexual. Let's <laughs> just okay. move on. You're Let's overthinking. You're the overthinking things. Let's just do it.
that was I'll Make a Man Out of You from Disney's Mulan, sung by Donny Osmond. And it's a dope song. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Hell yeah, it is. Um, hey, real quick, can you guys just um we were talking you guys were talking about Christmas music while the um <laughs> song song okay. was playing, so I had okay. to edit it out. Could you maybe first of all repeat or something okay. or so explain? Brady said something about I'll make a man out of you being sexual. And I'm like, that's not even sexual. And I said, it's like Brady always finding sexual undertones in all of my Christmas music when Kevin, they're not there. Okay, here's the lyrics to Kevin's Under the Mistletoe song. I, I think it was on the playlist last year, wasn't it? Um, it was. So go back. It was because yeah, Cody was on. Go back and listen to it. It talks about. Um, something about getting jiggy with it under the mistletoe it, it talks about it talks about putting your yule log in in a vagina i think no it uh, doesn't <laughs> what? man man all the disney kids who are listening to this are now like all, all alienated you just screwed up that okay <laughs> real quick and then we'll then we'll jump back into it kevin what's the first just just tell me say don't even sing it just tell me the lyrics let's go and i'll i'll, I'll... okay when the lights have all gone down, mm-hmm. turning off and, the lights. Yeah, when the lights are on and the fires. Oh, and the when the lights have all turned up, the pot party's over. Mm-hmm. No more evening delights. Friends drive home. What? Sober. What's what's an evening delight? An afternoon delight is sex in the afternoon. Evening delight is. Sex after it's a chocolate party. cake, you perv. Yeah, it's chocolate it's, it's, cake. I'm just talking about. I'm okay. literally talking about sweets. Oh, I'm literally it's talking about Christmas. Ew, gross! Don't call it that. Christmas Marley, sweets. Marley, just when like... you're listening, Marley, when you listen to this, when you're older, your dad's a giant perv. He, he she probably knows, because okay. you pro- you're probably still making that's what she said jokes oh. even when she's sixteen. We this song. Let's talk about Mulan. Let's go back to listen. listeners. I, go go listen to Under the Mistletoe because it's November. You if you if you listen to no, it's it's not time to listen to Christmas music yet. It is. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not the month yet. It's it uh, anyway. I'll make a man out of you, um, Donny Osmond. Let's go back into to this. Um, Kevin, so why did neither you say- of neither of us are, can talk to you right now because it's <laughs> okay. So first of all, um, I chose all of my songs as unskippable songs, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because I'm like the ones where I would be like, "Don't you dare skip this one." If, yeah. Because if like if that's the name I'll of the podcast. Man- yeah. And if um, what was the song before this? Oh, on my way. If on my way is playing and you're on a road trip and you skip it, you are made of something evil. Okay, mm-hmm. like you just don't skip that song, yeah. and this one you don't skip it either. I'll make a man out of you is such a great song. It's so manly. It's so intense. I have been in so many situations surrounded by like dudes at like just different scouting things or like it'll be an event and we'll just be like hanging out. And either I'll make a man out of you will come on or someone will just start singing it a cappella and all the dudes join in and they are so excited and they are like pumped and it's just such so manly and it's just this great moment one of my favorite transformation songs um it just does such a good job of like 
showing this story of Mulan going from this worthless soldier to like taking advantage of like her smarts and her wits to not even just Mulan, but the entire army that is like the crappy like uh yeah the good ones are all gone we all you guys just kind of got drafted and then seeing them like go from being uh as we might have already said on this podcast zeros to heroes yeah no 100 percent, and it's it's such a good transformation song donny osmond kills it he slays on this song he sounds so good um yeah, I know Donny Osmond from two things. I know him for singing I'll Make a Man Out of You and for his appearances in Johnny Bravo. What about Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream I've never, I've never listened to it. Okay, well, you and Zach are... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've seen and listened to it. It's just not... All right. I'm just <laughs> like, when I think of Donny Osmond, like I think of I'll Make a Man Out of You, though. Like, yeah. he sounds amazing on this song. And the, like... The composition and the arrangement is so good. Like the different parts where the horns come in, the military drums, like there's just so many parts that make so much sense and fit all of these diverse sensibilities together in this beautiful piece of music. I fully agree though. I think my favorite part of the song though, is that very ending, that very ending um, where it almost sounds, it's not acapella, but it's like, Oh, like yeah, the, like, be a man, you must be swift. Well, no, like like this, and the second time where like music oh. almost cuts out. Yeah, and the yeah, and, yeah, that's my favorite part. Zach, what's your favorite part? Um, when uh, when all the voices happen and all the different characters are singing. Oh, oh like the, the, sing the, the different, I'm never gonna to catch sing. my breath. Say goodbye yeah. to those who knew me. Boy, was I yeah. a fool in school for cutting gem. Yeah, this guy's part. got him scared to death. Hope he yeah, doesn't see it right through me. Yes, that Kevin, part. That, that part. That that part. Oh, okay, okay. I was a little yeah. confused. I didn't know what part you're talking about. Kevin, are we saying it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I love that part so much. It's so cool. What's your guys' favorite part about the? Have we talked about the movie? No, we haven't Not talked yet. about the movie. Uh, wait, I'll, I'll Brady, talk did about you it. Your favorite part of the song? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, here's what I love about the movie. Um, it's that point when they're marching and they're singing a girl worth fighting for and then right at like the song just like cuts off mid phrase because they see all the death and destruction and like what war does to people such a good yeah song. just like a smash cut from one emotion to the other yeah um, it's we're so gonna take intense. a we're gonna take a quick pause and check in with brady and see if he's doing good because yeah Kevin are not talking about anything funny and he's laughing his ass off so my my wife just came downstairs and was like how much longer and i was like we still have three more songs and she's like i told you you three aren't like you and kevin are gonna be able to talk about disney for in two hours it's gonna be like a three-hour podcast and uh it's but we didn't start right at eight we started like the actual podcast like 8 30. yeah it is gonna be a longer podcast so yeah. you know just it's fine Oh, Hi, Mikhail. <laughs> That's um, so creepy with the blue screen. <laughs> welcome, welcome, our second special guest, Michaela. I don't know if she's already gone. Uh, Michaela's already gone. She, she's got to get up for work in the morning. And yeah. Okay. 
Be sure to remind her that the position is open for her to replace you. Um, and Zach anyway. says the position is still open to replace me on the podcast. Yeah, just literally any moment I can drop you right now if we want to. It'd be a thirty-minute episode of me going, "Yeah, I like that. That was good." Honestly, it might be better. <laughs> People might listen to it more. <laughs> oh. Good night. Um, good night. Good night. <laughs> My favorite part of every podcast when Michaela comes <laughs> Zach's favorite part of every podcast is when you come in and, and ask when I'm when I'm gonna be done. I'm sorry, Zach. Not and when she's gonna be done, when you say goodnight. That's the best part. Uh, yeah. I really should stop. You can edit all of that out. No, he's not gonna Zach's not gonna edit any of this out. I'm sorry, so listener. lazy. <laughs> um okay, but um, what's what's our favorite parts of the movie um kevin was talking about uh when it's when they when it goes cut sad. out yeah when yeah, it goes when, sad when music quick. stops halfway through the are you, did, yeah that's what yeah, i'm talking about where that part's it just, so intense and and then you don't hear there's no more musical after that like it's musical and then just like nope we're in war now yeah it's wild um what about you brady did you talk no, you're not about the movie. No, but I think that I that's something that I really appreciate about the movie. Um I just I think that's so cool that they they went in that direction. One thing I do like about that I think is really cool about the movie is that this was one of the few movies that they did where so in Disney World there's it's um Hollywood Studios in Disney World, they actually, for a, a while, they had a working film studio. And so Mulan was actually worked at at Hollywood Studios in Florida. So like, you had the park where people could go into. And then right next to it was the actual studio. So people could look in and see people working while going oh. to the park. Like animating? Um, yeah, like animating. Um, there's still oh, the animate part of the animation building, like the animation buildings and stuff are still there. Um, they've kind of turned it into like different um attractions and like places where you can like meet characters and and do like the the animation academies and stuff but like <clears throat> there's a whole like set of buildings for people to to work on these work on movies and that's they did a lot of the animation from from there for about three for like three movies and mulan was one that they did the full movie there i, I believe sick. so yeah that was sick <clears throat> hmm. I love Disney facts with you, Brady. Disney facts with me are so fun. Well, Zach, do you speaking have of else? facts, let's talk about mythology. Let's go to mythology corner. Um, let's is this going to about... be a new running segment or just for this Disney podcast? It's just for I any Disney know. time. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's um, find out together. Uh, um. So, uh, my favorite part of the movie is Eddie Murphy as a. Uh, um mushu um and a, and he's a dragon and uh, he says dragon dragon not a lizard i don't do that don't tongue, do that tongue thing. thing um <laughs> um so it uh of course made me think of dragons and um uh dragons are very interesting because um they're found in every single uh i i just i just learned that ursa uh major was is in like 
most mythologies but dragons i already knew were they're like in every single culture any recordings we have of any type of mythology there there's um some type of dragon um in it uh like uh brady mentioned earlier the hydra is a dragon type creature um in greek mythology um they're all a little different but um you know steak with four legs and it's giant and um um I'm going to read from Wikipedia this fact that only I found in- interesting, but it's my podcast, so suck it. Um, in his books, An Instinct for Dragons, 2000, um, David E. Jones suggests a hypothesis that humans have inherited instinctive reactions to snakes, large cats, and birds of prey, which I find interesting because most dragons are a combination of two of those things, if not all three. Um, the typical European one would be all three. It has like a, I don't think people really think about it, but like the way a dragon's head is shaped really has like a mane, like a, like a lion would have, Mm -hmm. um, but it's just scales instead. And then obviously the birds of prey and the snake. Um, but then you have the mane, like a Chinese dragon, they have like a mane type head, like like it's very typical. Um, and that was mythology corner um i also this is also a really good song i already said that right yeah. I, I enjoy yeah. the song um anything else you guys want to talk about nah man did no. i say the thing about inheriting fears of snakes large cats you know, and birds of prey? yeah no that makes sense like sometimes like like your your stuff feels so just out there that one day i would just love to be, be a part of your world what would I give to live where you are? What would I pay to stay here beside you? What would I do to see you smiling at me? Where would we walk? Where would we run? If we could stay all day in the sun, just you and me, and I could be part of and that was part of your world reprise um from the little mermaid so i got jody, jody benson go for it and written by alan Menken, howard ashman so yes. i have got to ask a question i know it's on everyone's mind here why the first reprise? one rise why the re- okay so Every, I, everyone listening this is me and kevin and like the, the call started and it was like two seconds after basically we were like Brady, why the reprise? Did you mean to do the reprise? It's the first question on everyone's mind. So, I know I've, you know, I, I feel like you guys disagree with my mob song one. And that I, part of your world, I love. But I love this part just because I feel like you hear Jody Benson's voice a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like that, that ending, the... It's a lot more tender. It's a lot more tender. I, I, yeah. And so that's why I put this one on because I, I love, I love all of the little mermaid, but I think I love this one. And I, I think the thing I love about the reprise is the, that score instrumental breakdown in between. And, um, yeah, I just, I love the ending cause you hear Jody Benson just, completely belt out the you know part of that world um more than i feel like happens in the 
first part of your world, but this one I feel like you really get it. And that's why I chose this. But you know what? Like I I will I'm willing to to go off of like your favorite part of the songs for you guys. If you want to talk about just the first part part of your world, that's great. Like you can, you know, say that one too, but like that's why I chose the the reprise. That's fair. Does that make sense? Like yeah, I was more just curious. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because the reprise kind of refocuses the song because the first part of your world is very focused on, I just want to be on land. And this one's like, it's like I want to be with part, your world. Not It's yeah, like, it's like the part, first of one's like world, part of that world, part of your world in general. Like, yeah. I want to be part of the other world. This one's like, I want to be part of that guy's world. Yeah. I like that. This is a, you is you could say this this is a much hornier song than the oh the absolutely yeah she's a lot she's a lot she's, she's like that dude yeah she thirsty as the kids as the kid as, as the, the kids saying that say these days I as think the, as they, the youth say they said it when we were in college and I still <laughs> felt old so it's probably changed to something different now but um no I I Little Mermaid. Is is right up there. He's wet. Like... <laughs> Sorry. And that's my time, everyone. I just... That's not your joke. <laughs> Kevin's joke. It's Kevin's done. <laughs> that's hilarious. Sorry, that was that was just a, wasn't expecting it. That was great, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I was going to. I'm glad that we're talking about. I'm glad this is the Disney one, and this is the uh, most sexual we've ever been. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, real quick. I know you're gonna say something, but I have to go on something. Go, go for it. Okay, go for so, it, pervert. So you know, you know how everyone thinks that the uh, VHS cover for the Little Mermaid looked like there was a penis drawn on it, right? Yeah. So I actually know the guy, and I've like interacted with the guy who illustrated that cover mm-hmm. um and he is so pissed that people think it looks like a penis yeah i've, I've seen that was I've, not intentional at all and he's just like he has talked up he's like got like done radio interviews and stuff and he's just like it's not a penis i just drew a tower like screw off like i've that was the farthest thing from my intentions like i was just drawing a tower i i've, I've seen that where he's like you guys are just like that's not what it, it had nothing to do it wasn't like we were trying to you know subliminal messages to kids it's like no it's a tower and so uh towers are phallic in nature like you're gonna see a penis right he's a really but, cool guy though he's like a super nice guy sweet. he's like a friend of my family's dean yeah super super well-intentioned guy too like member of the church of jesus christ liar saints just like super straight lace type of guy like would not draw a penis on a Disney cover. He's like, no, I just, I was just drawing a tower. But yeah, anyway, never seen it, never seen a penis in his life. He's not sure why. <laughs> he's like, he's a never nude. Why, so. why does, I, he's yeah, he's a never nude. He just doesn't understand why. Why do why do people keep calling it a penis? It's not a penis. It's a tower. Also, what is a penis? Also, what <laughs> every, is a- every interview. <laughs> that's how every interview goes. Yeah. Um. But I so before Kevin 
sexually derailed this conversation. I didn't uh, start by saying it was horny. I didn't start by saying it was horny. Yeah, that was, for that the was me. I think I just yeah. I think I just yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and then I made Mermaid, a really good joke. You did yeah, a really he did. a very good unexpected Kevin joke. I was not expecting that, which is very funny. Um, but I was gonna say Little Mermaid is right up there in my like top five favorites. It's always up in the top five. Um, and I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. This, and, it's just and so. We're going to keep talking about them. And we're going to take, you're going to keep talking okay. about them. Um, like when Please. she recorded, when she recorded Part of Your World, like the first part, um, in the recording studio, Howard Ashman, or not, Howard Menken. Um, Howard Ashman. Howard Ashman, Alan Menken. I'm so confused right now. Um, how's, your, how's your brain? I'm still just thinking. You're still thinking about joke. Kevin. Like, yeah. Still thinking about how she wet. I get it. Uh, okay, so <laughs> she is a mermaid. The song, the songwriter. Howard Ashman. Video. Yeah, and so uh-huh. as Jody Benson is there singing, he turns off the lights to give her like an under underwater grotto feel to uh. so, like to help her kind of get into character as she was singing the first one. Um, I just think it's really, really cool. Like I know Howard Ashman had so much to do with this movie that like he, you know, he originally just got hired on as like him and Alan making it hired, hired on as um, like the songwriting pair, but he did so much with this movie that he got um, an executive producer title because he did so much to help the movie. Uh, push the movie forward because they were going to cut this song yeah and he they yeah and And he was like nah this is the heart of the movie if you cut this song you are devils yeah he was like that's not happening and because he wasn't there they cut that really good pocahontas song the love song between um pocahontas and captain if i never knew you yeah yeah if i never knew you which is a dope song. It is very but it got good. cut. Yeah. And it should have been in it. It fits so well. It really does. Zach, do you have an or you know what, Kevin, what's your favorite part? We'll let we'll let I just said my favorite part. More. Oh yeah, you did. So Zach, your turn. What's your favorite part of the 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 song? Or even and the movie. I didn't say the movie yet, but Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have a favorite part of the song. I was uh, busy um looking up stuff for mythology corner welcome to <laughs> mythology corner um, <laughs> um <laughs> no it's it's a very good song i um but um i wanted to share this fact that i just learned um i'm having so much fun looking at this shit up um so uh the typical tale about uh, mermaids is that um they would sing beautiful music and and their attractiveness would bring um, sailors to sharp rocks where they would get um, uh, shipwrecked, right? Um, so that that is based on the Greek mythology for sirens. Um, however, sirens are actually half uh, bird, not half uh, fish. So um, it changed during the uh, Christian era to become half fish-like so it, it was like a combination of this old siren from the greek mythology and um, mermaid mythology which already existed most sailors i think 
would talk about it's just like any like i'm on the wikipedia page it has like every region of the world down to like pacific islanders of just like any anybody has mythology about mermaids so they kind of combine this um siren greek mythology with um mermaid mythology for shipwrecks so there's your interesting factoid about mermaids well thank you um i like when she sings really high it's great it is so speaking of that that's i have the coolest thing that so like i said i worked at disney and when i worked at the the new fantasy land and opened that up a part of what i did i did the enchanted tales with bell which is the the bell attraction but then i also worked the uh aerial meet and greet so Ooh, like nice. so i was at like the the greeter stand and so like i would i was just i'd like with attractions we worked the lines and then the entertainment people would work with like the characters and stuff and so it was the coolest thing on opening day i was at the the merge point so like we're fast pass and the regular line come together and like i am holding people and like sending people off and so um jody benson comes down the 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 fast fast line because there's no one in it this time because didn't have fast i'm sorry passes. jody, you're jody gonna, benson you're just gonna casually mention that jody benson was there yeah oh no 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 hold on it gets so much better so jody benson is there i'm like oh just just swim right there for a little bit and she laughed and it was so great and i was like holy shit jody benson is sitting right in front of me just play cool brady play cool and then and then like um the you know ariel was ready to to meet her and so i was like just swim on this way and then i closed the lines again and then i i I couldn't like leave the line area but i went and stood right next to it and ariel saw uh jody benson and then jody benson did the 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 uh like that part and like we all like freaked out and like the entertainment cast member came out and was like did you hear that i was like yeah i heard that is that was that jody she like they're like yeah that was jody and we freaked out about it and then and then i got rotation and moved to back to Enchantos with bell where i interacted with jody again i've talked to jody benson twice and it was what? the coolest thing on the planet and That's i need awesome. to go she just released an odd uh, an autobiography like a month or two ago what yeah it just came it just came out and i need to go oh. yeah so i i freak out every time i think about it i still nerd out hardcore oh, to so hearing cool. ariel's you know recognizable part live at disney world okay anyway um holy crap that was the coolest story yeah you guys have anything else you'd like to say <laughs> yeah i just have one other thing i wanted to say what i like watching this movie as an adult one thing i noticed is that prince eric's like characterization is so good he's got such like a depth of character and he like mm-hmm. plays the flute and he's just like this really interesting guy and i didn't notice how much they like focused on him as a person the first time i watched the movie like when i was a kid i never paid attention to that but it's really good i i love it and zach what were you gonna say i have a story about little mermaid in general um that brady knows um and it's about two of our friends it's not this song but a different song um i'm i i'm very confused i don't know if we'll use this kiss the girl i don't know if we're going to use this in in a later episode (laughs) it might come up do you know what it is now 
Yeah. Um, I think so... you should save it for a later episode because if it's Kiss the Girl, that's probably going to come at some point, right? Uh, gonna... uh, do what you have to do. Tell the story. Yeah. I'm not in charge of the podcast. No. Um, uh, yeah, actually, I'll save it in case Kiss okay. the Girl comes up. Okay. Um, no, it's a, it's a very good movie. Um, this is not one that I've rewatched since a uh, child, though. So, really, uh, a very long time since I've seen it. It's I I I last I I saw it a year ago. Like I, some of these movies, I will watch. Have almost you guys yearly. listened to Malcolm Gladwell's like reimagining of Little Mermaid? I don't really like Malcolm Gladwell. He it's seems, so stupid. He seems it's stuck so up. stupid. Sorry, I just had to say how much I like. He like talks about Little Mermaid like it wasn't good, and I'm like, screw off! It was great. Yeah, he's an idiot. Um, yeah, but, let's go uh, on. Yeah. Sorry. So, anything else? Um, because like me, I want to end just thinking about that interaction with Jody Benson because like sometimes I feel like I wasn't really there. I feel like it was like once upon a dream. <laughs> That was Once Upon a Dream from Disney's Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Sung by Mary Costa and Bill Shirley. And also written by um, like some Disney writers, but also <coughs> Tchaikovsky. 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 Um, how was oh, Alan Menken involved in, in this song? He's not. He wasn't. No. Oh. This is this is pre-Alan Menken. Like he was days. involved in all the all the but I, I don't understand. He's I a this Renaissance was the Alan Menken show. Yeah, we could do an Alan Menken show. We should do an Alan Menken show. I shouldn't have given you ideas. No, you should not have. We should do an Alan Menken show. We're talking about Sleeping Beauty Once Upon a Dream. This was your pick. Oh, that'd be so good. We could do like Little Shop of Horror stuff. Yeah. We could do like Tangled and like oh, we could do from like a uh, Galavant too. Okay, sorry. Uh, Sleeping Beauty. Such a good idea. Kevin, tell us what. Tell us why you went with. Oh, oh man, it's such a good melody, man. This is such a freaking good song. Sleeping Beauty is so cool, and it's freaking Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky's a baller. And what I love about this song too. So people who follow my music, which I don't know if anyone on here does, but those who do will know that I like uh, mixing classical music with pop a lot. And this is kind of part of the impetus of that because it's a classic melody. It's a melody from a ballet that was reintegrated to be part of a Disney movie. And Tchaikovsky is just such a great composer. He's just such a legend, especially in the ballet world with this and um, the Swan Princess and uh, Nutcracker. Nutcracker? Uh-huh. And just like just a baller and this song is so cool the melody is so pretty the way they sing it is so dope i love when like they transition and that guy starts singing it sleeping beauty also has a special place in my heart because um in the video game kingdom hearts which big fan of that video game series uh one of the main villains at first is maleficent and so 
like it just got drilled into me that like Sleeping Beauty is that much cooler. And so like I just have like this really intense mythology around Sleeping Beauty just being a dope movie was one of my favorites when I was a kid. It's a really, really good one. I, I have a, you know, I need to stop saying it. it's one of my favorites. Sleeping Beauty isn't one of my favorites because all of them are my favorites. So like it doesn't hit the top five, but it is, it is really good. I really like this song. I, I think my favorite part is that um, when she's singing and then he steps in and then she yeah. kind of like stops startled and he keeps going. I think that's my favorite part of the song. It's such a good part of the song. Zach, what what about you? What's your favorite part of the song? Um, oh, it's it's um, I enjoy. I'm trying to remember. This is the part like doesn't like in the animation everything like transforms like it trans the castles, watercolors over. Or am I thinking of something? I think you're thinking something else. Am I thinking of someone else? Yeah. Um. This is in the forest. well then. Anyways, uh, no, it's it's a very good song. I I enjoy um, I enjoy the musical break. I think that probably has something to do. I didn't know it was uh, Tchaikovsky. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably has something to do with that because I really enjoy Tchaikovsky music. The whole um, the whole movie has Tchaikovsky music. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like wow. like the music is based off of the sleep like the sleeping beauty, beauty ballet. ballet. Yeah, I didn't realize they sampled Tchaikovsky mm-hmm. in this one, and they remade. It's not it. just like a sample. It's like it's literally just Tchaikovsky. Like, and then they, and they, the, and then they like wrote, wrote, words. Saw, wrote words around. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to like the original Sleeping Beauty, this part sounds exactly the same. So they just, so they just use, so they just like, instead of like a sample, it's more just like a, they use Tchaikovsky's beats yeah. that it's Tchaikovsky like an produced. Yeah. And more just like, not even that. Lyrics. It's just, it's like they just wrote lyrics to it. He was like the 100% composer, did all the song, right? Like all the um, music. Yeah. Melodies. Um, sometimes I try and make fun jokes on here and you two uh, shut me down because you're too obsessed with Disney facts. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> that's not, that wasn't a thing. Oh, is that, that's not, a, that's not, I thought you were saying thank you. Sorry. Let's try it again. Absolutely. You're not. welcome. You're an idiot. Um, so uh, no, but I, I, I do enjoy this song and I, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Um, but I remember, um, liking it even as a kid, I think this was one of my sister's favorites. It was either this one or, um, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I can't remember which one, but she liked both of those. Meaning that I had to watch it like 50 times. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk to us about, Zach? Because you you seem like you were pretty prepared while we were. Did you guys? Well, did you guys talk about your favorite parts of the movie? Or oh no, not yet. No, go for it, Kevin. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, there's so many cool parts of this movie. Again, when I was a kid, this was probably my favorite Disney movie. Um, I don't know why, and I felt felt like awkward about it because I was a guy and like. As a kid, it was it's like a princess oh, movie. Yeah, it's a princess movie, so you're not supposed to like really like it. But yeah. I really enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, partially it's definitely. Got a cool, it's got a it's got a cool dragon fight. So. Yeah, it's got a dope dragon fight. Like I didn't yeah. understand why guys weren't into it, and like I also really like that scene when there's like that dude like getting drunk off of the wine when they're talking about how Prince uh, Philip needs to get married. Yeah, that scene's oh. so funny. 
And it's still like, I, I have such vivid memories of that scene and the dragon fights dope. And like the moment when she touches the, uh, the, the wheel, needle. the spinning needle. I love that moment. It is such a great cinematic moment. It really is. Like, that um, is like the, 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 and the, the music behind it too. Like that, that eerie so sick. I, I think my favorite is when they're in the woods and the, um, the fairies fighting about, mm-hmm. you know, her birthday and like the colors and the cake. I think that's my favorite part of the movie. What about you, Zach? So it's called Sleeping Beauty. And when I think about sleep, I think about sleep paralysis because that is a condition I suffer from. So we're going to take a dark turn. Um, so the impetus. Are you not going to announce what this is that you're doing? Oh, it's mythology corner. Sorry, I thought that was obvious. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is mythology. Welcome back to mythology corner, a new segment on Don't Skip This One, a, a music podcast. For some reason, has devolved into mythology facts. Um, no. Uh, yeah. I just. Uh, I. Um, I suffer from sleep paralysis. Suffer is a weird word, actually. It like affects me once that once a year, or if I'm having a real bad. Sometimes I have a real bad bout of it, um, but I do experience it sometimes. And sleep paralysis is um, the reason that we have like a lot of different uh, mythological, uh, just bad. I mean, bad creatures in general, but just like tons of stuff comes from sleep paralysis. Um, what you experience during sleep paralysis um so like in more recent times uh alien visitations some some of uh, or abduction stories some of that can uh is attributed to sleep paralysis um not saying that some of them don't actually happen i'll leave that open but um some of it is just kind of comes go from listen sleep go listen to our our outer space playlist from a couple months ago well, you can hear all oh, about yeah, it there. Um, but uh, I always think about um, uh, succubi, um, is, which is what. So succubi are. I the, did not think it was going that direction. Yeah. So they they um, succubi are. Um, there's a male. How do they do it? I always forget the name Incubus. of it. Incubus. Incubi. Yes. Uh, right. An incubi. Duh. Um, <clears throat> the incubus. Singular succubus. Succubus and uh, Incubus, they um, oh, they get the really, the really um, good song, yes, mm-hmm. Drive. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they have they have better songs. Um, the uh, so um, they're sec- they're, the story behind Succubus and Incubus is that um, during this during sleep, they would come um, and uh, f- like force uh, themselves basically, uh, like rape um the uh target um i don't like how you said target steal their soul i don't know i I struggled for here's how they would do it and like stole steal their soul but um the the it's actually just like demons that you would see because you're experiencing sleep paralysis everyone who does sleep paralysis experience a demon so succubus would give you wet dreams and then steal your soul through your semen yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they would steal the soul through the semen. What the that's hell? Right. Yeah, succubus. Did you not know that? No, I thought that was like a thing lots of people knew. I, I probably, but I've just not a pervert. I, 
It's a big thing. No, in you're definitely community. a per- no. You're definitely a pervert. A pervert. You think that uh, Kevin's Christmas music is perverted? He um, talks about his penis. No, I don't. He definitely never says penis in any of his Christmas songs. Um, Once. Sleeping Beauty, uh, though, is a very good movie. I remember laughing about the fairy fighting over the colors of the things. That's yeah. a good part. So that's that's. You guys part. have any? Anything else that you'd like to talk about? Did I say the? Did I talk about succubus and incubus for long enough, or did you want me to go on? So here's yeah. the thing. Here's one thing I want to add. Um, like everyone talks about Maleficent, like when it came out, like it was gonna be so good. I watched it and I was like, I like Sleeping Beauty better. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a Sleeping remake. Just, or... Yeah, it's just not as good. It's like it's like a different perspective thing, and it was okay, but like doesn't touch Sleeping Beauty. Like, it doesn't even come yeah. close. No, none of them have. None well, of them have, Disney. Cinderella. Cinderella was pretty good. Yes, but still didn't come close. I would say it came the closest of any of them. It, came, it did come the closest. It was really good. That, that's, it's probably my favorite live-action Cinderella. I don't have opinion uh, an opinion on this subject. Oh, now. really? I you thought you were what? about to say, I think Ever After is better because it's not Disney. Screw you, Zach. I didn't even say that. You're mad at me <laughs> for no reason. You're you you mad at me. You, what, you, what did I you, do? I, uh, Kevin, I've given you plenty of, plenty of other reasons to be mad at me, and you picked something that I didn't even say. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. Okay. Hey, so... Uh, man, it's, I, I'm just, I'm just reaching out there. You know, I'm just, I'm just throwing, throwing food to the birds. You could say I'm feeding the birds right now. And each day to the steps of St. Paul's, the little old bird woman comes in her own special way to the people she calls. Come by my bags full of crumbs. Come. And that was Feed the Birds, Tuppence a Bag from Mary Poppins, sung by Julie Andrews. Written by the Sherman Brothers. Love the Sherman Brothers. I wanted to close off this playlist with, I think, isn't just one of my favorite Disney songs, but like, I wanted to close it off with what I know was Walt Disney's favorite song from his movies. Probably his favorite song. Probably yeah, his, his favorite song was Feed the Birds. Um, he he would write this like whenever like he would have the brothers play it all the time. He loved hearing them sing it. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't go without feed the birds on this playlist it's i I just it feels like a good one to end on too it's it has that like sweeping orchestra feel and like it's um ken and i like this is the whole reason i thought about doing a playlist because i had i never really thought about like i had thought about doing the playlist but i was like it's uh, there's you know we don't need to and then kevin and i we worked on um one a youtube video where we kind of did like a reaction to this song mm-hmm. and it was during that time I was like me and Kevin could do an episode where we just talk about Disney songs I think that'd be cool because we went into f- real depth about mm-hmm. this song 
Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. So go check out that video because we don't have enough time to, you know, well, I guess we do, but it's, we've, you know, talked about it too. And I'll talk a little bit about some of the stuff, but like, yeah. Uh, we go real in depth. We go over like every single like little part and we like mm-hmm. talk about the development a lot. It's such a good song. It's such a good song. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, um. What's your yeah. thoughts? My thoughts? Either uh, Zach or Kev. Yeah. So one thing I think is really cool is this song starts out minor and then it goes into a major. So like the chorus is in this like very major sounding like feed the birds. And there's like no no like when it starts it's like in this completely different like minor key it's in the relative minor but it's still like very dark sounding and they have these Mm -hmm. really cool accidentals and it's just really really well written it's just there's a lot of cool things going on in the arrangement with those accordions starting out and then like erupting into this like full orchestra and then a choir comes in it's really cool uh harley and i had this little thing we did called lo-fi show tunes where we made like lo-fi beats and then put show tunes on top of them. And one of them we did was Feed the Birds. And it's my favorite one that we did. Uh, Harley sings it and she sounds so freaking good on it. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the song. It's such, it like touches your soul in a way that not a lot of music can. Absolutely. Um, this is one of my uh, mom's like absolute favorite songs as well. Um, I got her... Uh, I think it was for Christmas one year. I, I actually I don't remember if it was me, but somebody in the family got her like the. She plays piano. They got her the piano music for to Mary Poppins, and this was like the first oh. one she wanted to do. Yeah, it was awesome to hear her play it. So and, cool. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's an absolutely um, lovely song, um, and it's and Mary Poppins is a great movie. One of my favorites from my childhood as well. Um, yeah, yeah so good. and 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 it is interesting because like mary poppins like i've read recently i've been reading a lot of i've read a lot of books about imagineering and stuff and so like um they called one of their divisions maypo for mary poppins because mary poppins brought in so much money to the studio that they were able to then like fund a bunch of like new projects in the parks um but mm. i I love this song and I feel like, you know, cause I'll watch documentaries about Walt Disney or like, you know, I've gone to the Walt Disney family museum in San Francisco, or he's got like a, he's got, you know, lot, everything that whenever it talks about Walt Disney, it's this song always reminds me in a sad way, but like, because it was his favorite, it's sad, but like, they always put an instrumental of this song whenever they're talking about his death. Oh. and it it just like every time i hear it, like i could i thought about it too long i could i could i could cry like it is it is an amazing song mm-hmm. and it just makes me think about you know those times where like um in disney world they've uh, i don't know if it's still there but they had a, a thing called one man's dream where it kind of went through walt's history and then like they had items from you know like his desk and lots of really cool stuff and then it you know then it ends with a movie but in the movie, you know, I'm pretty sure it plays and the Walt Disney Family Museum, there's a whole room about like his death and like his legacy. And like, that's the song that plays. It's it's an amazing song. And like, I love too the the message that it has behind it, where it's like something so simple of like just 
you know, feeding the birds or like, and uh, Kevin and I talked about this a lot in the, in the YouTube video and, you know, we could even post the YouTube video as well. So that way you guys can have a good chance to see it is, uh, the, the fact that it's like you're going out of your way to do so, even if it's something small like feeding the birds or like you know looking out for one person like it makes a huge difference and i think that's why my favorite lyric is the all around the cathedral the saints and apostles look down as she sells her wares although you can't see it you know they're smiling each time someone shows that he cares like hmm. it's you know because she's on the, the steps of saint paul cathedral in london and she's just trying to do what she can to make life better for those around her, including the birds. And, you know, I, yeah. every time I hear it, I think, you know, like I want to be, you know, like this is going to be, you know, I, I don't usually go away from the joking personality in, in this podcast, but like, that's something I really, really, every time I hear it, like it makes me want to be a better person to like mankind and like go yeah. out of my way to be a better person mm-hmm. and penis there we go i made a joke oh. wow, you could penis. not get through the whole like you couldn't you couldn't just be serious for like i couldn't seconds. i could i have a problem i'll just uh, just a real quick critique is your uh co-host pe- uh, just saying the word penis is not a joke um <sighs> okay, okay okay got it yeah. got it got it um no, I, I actually wanted to chime in there because um, in addition, like the, the scene that this is in is um, it, is an awesome part. And I, uh, I guess at the scene after, I guess, is what I'm thinking of maybe. But, um, you know, the decision not to um, put his, the I can't remember the boy's name the, off the top of my head. Michael's, the, the, Michael, give the tuppence yeah, to the bank. He, he doesn't give the tuppence to the bank. And instead gives it to this um, bird woman, you know, that choice to um, give charitably rather than to um, be selfish with it um, is, is, is a really lovely scene. Um, to, Brady, Kevin, did you already talk about your favorite part of the movie and song? Um, no, I don't think I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my favorite part of it specifically is uh, the though her words are simple and few. That part when it like slows down and like goes back to that and it's just like, oh at the very end. Yeah, at the very end, yeah. it's so freaking pretty. It's so cool. Just like that draw, like you've built up like so much, and then it like draws back and it like shows like, hey, this is a simple woman, but she's asking for something like super important, mm-hmm. and it just like emphasizes what Brady was saying about like the beauty of like helping your neighbor and helping the people that surround you in life. Yeah. Welcome to mythology corner. Um, <laughs> there we go. I didn't, there was no good way to transition. Uh, <laughs> um, that was a lovely moment. We all had welcome to mythology corner. As we're talking about the bird woman, it made me think of uh, harpies from uh, Greek mythology. Oh my goodness. They're bird women. Um, so uh, it's something you may not know. If, uh, well, if you don't know what a harpy is, they're half human, half bird, which I guess is what um, like siren. sirens. Yes, similar to a siren, except harpies are different. I, in function, <laughs> from what I can tell, 
basically in function like sirens sing and and harpies are um annoying instead uh but uh i did not realize they were the personification of storm winds that is where oh. they come from so interesting factoid and that's all i've got in me for mythology corner hey um, quick as we're finishing out mythology corner i have to ask have you seen uh -huh. blood of zeus blood of zeus mm -hmm. on netflix I, I have not i, I think you'd watch really it. like it it's the same guys who did castlevania probably uh i will have to check it out i think you'll really like it. i want to hear what your thoughts are about it at some point recommendation to the, all those listeners out there as well yeah blood of zeus uh, is great blood of zeus so back to mary poppins um yeah. oh, i thought we were done your... on it sorry oh uh, no you're you're not good um but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding zach you've been... zach let's give zach a round of applause he's been very nice to me what on this what a sport. on 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 this podcast one where i know he could just make fun of me the entire time and i've done nothing but be normal to him yeah. normal meaning um, like thanks. our relationship normal yeah thanks for allowing me to do mythology corner which was more fun than i thought it would be yeah i was um, not expecting it um no but i like what it, do you guys have any specifics about mary poppins that you like about the movie itself um i can jump in um what if while you guys are thinking about it because um something that i didn't appreciate till i was uh older because as a kid uh, obviously my favorite scene was when they were laughing and on the ceiling and it was yeah that was hysterical um now when i was older i really enjoyed the redemption story of the dad yes in, in, in oh, general yeah, I, and and at the very end that he um learns to appreciate life and happiness and and not just think about moolah um and that that the just let's go fly is that the name of the song too let's go fly okay yeah okay yes that 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 song um reliving his boyhood joy of flying kites speaking very of wonderful. of that ending i think it's very funny i recently read dick van dyke's autobiography um and you know how dick van dyke plays bert but he also plays um dawes like the yeah, the old right. man the old like the senior partner in of the bank Hmm. he so he got Bert they were still casting everyone and he went to Walt and he's like I I want to do this I want I want and like he did the he like um audition and did the whole like falling down like part with like the cane and stuff and Walt's like I don't know and so Dick Van Dyke paid like a like paid into Walt's like a charity Walt like or something to get the part. He's like, I will give you like four thousand dollars or some amount of money. I'll give the chair. I'll I'll donate to this charity if you let me be and be do this part. Wow! And it's that's awesome. I think it's just funny that. that yeah that you know that's he he wanted that part so bad on top of Bert just to like that he donated to a charity because he's like, no, I think I could be very funny as an old, old bank man. But yeah, no, it's Mary Poppins is an amazing movie. And he reprised his role too, right? For Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. It yeah, was like a surprise at the end. Point. And I was, yeah. Um, but I think my favorite part though is same with you is that um, the, the, 
Mr. Banks redemption story so much that they even like, you know, made the saving Mr. Banks movie and kind of talked about the relationship. It was a very, there's so much history behind even just Mary Poppins alone that it's, it's an insane. We can have a whole thing about Mary Poppins, yeah. honestly. Um, but yeah, um, that's, I, yeah. I haven't said my favorite part yet. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. So I have two favorite parts. One is the feeding the birds part. Cause I freaking love mm-hmm. the feeding the birds part. Second is when they go into the freaking animation world. Oh Yeah. And it's oh, a lovely yeah. day with Mary. The Jolly Holiday? Yeah, Jolly Holiday. It's a Jolly Holiday with you. Yep. Yeah. That's it fantastic. makes it feel so grand. It's such a good song. And like them just like suddenly being in this cartoon world is so cool. And that like transition is so great. And also the technology they use for that part to like insert them into that fantasy world is like this top tier technology that they like don't use like ever because it's so expensive, but it looks so freaking clean. Anyway, yeah. I just had to go off on how much I really like Mary Poppins. Yeah, dude. At one point, I gotta tell you this quick story. Sorry, Here but um, one of my roommates was like a kind of a douchebag, and the other one was uh, kind of autistic. And so, the the autistic one, just kind of autistic, just on spectrum, right? High functioning is watching Mary Poppins, and the douchebag one's like, "Why are you watching that girly movie for?" And I'm like, "What did you say?" Take that back, I was son like, of a bitch. Mary Poppins is so effing good. Like, you can shut your dirty mouth. Like, it's, and I was, I turned to the guy, I was like, you never feel bad about watching Mary Poppins. That is a classic. Like, it is such a freaking good movie. He can go shove it with his toxic masculinity. Anyway, just had to share that rage I felt at one point. Well, this has been a very masculine episode overall. So oh, yeah, I'm glad, glad we could add that last <laughs> bit of masculinity. I don't know, but yeah, yeah that's cool. that's that. You know, I feel like I feel like we did a really good job, guys. On on a Disney playlist, we yeah, kept we'll it very civil. Zach, you did a really I had some good really job. Good, I had some really good facts. You had some you very good mythology facts. And, a, and little to no research, a meaning beforehand. I, during, while you guys were talking, talk, 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 I, I was, I had to do actually a lot of research on that. So. Talk, 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 talk. Talk, talk, yeah, you guys could, you said a lot of stuff. I, I, it'll be interesting to listen back and hear what you guys said. That'll be great. That's <laughs> exciting. you like, oh, I didn't realize that about uh, about hunchback i didn't realize that that's cool i didn't did they say that i guess they must have said that i'm sorry um you're insinuating that i would think a fact about a disney movie would be cool and that's <laughs> oh you're right oh my it, gosh i can't believe I, think... I came up i said that thing about sirens i'm so smart <laughs> <laughs> um no sometimes the facts are cool i'm just not a, not nearly as interested as uh you two are obviously Thank you uh, both. Uh, you definitely took charge of this episode. Thanks, Kevin, for coming on. Um, if it had just been me and Brady, it would have been a lot worse because um, it would have just... I, I it would have been me kept... talking. It, it would have been just Brady talking. Exactly. being like, hey, you know that mermaids came from sirens, but kind of not really? Yeah, I know can that? talk about Disney music. Obviously for three hours, but we could do another, like I could do like three hours again and three hours again and three hours again. I could like this is one of the most obsessive topics in my life. 
yeah um if you stuck around to the end um why um and also <laughs> let us know that um happy to have y'all uh final thoughts on disney music in general from both of you i love it i'm gonna keep it short i love it hire yeah. me uh, hire me say? that's Hire me. Oh, Disney. hire me. Oh, hire me. I thought you Disney. said marry. I thought you said marry me, and I was like, I don't even know who that's directed to. No, Disney hire. music in general. I'm not sure you can marry. No. an idea. Hire. I've hire tried. Me. Hire. Hire me, please. <laughs> I hire tried. Me. Um. Well, keep sending Disney... those positive. Uh, we'll keep sending those positive vibes out into the universe for Kevin to get yeah. hired. Well, um, hold on. How come I can't get positive vibes to get hired by Disney? That's been my dream. It's your dream's not as specific as my dream, so Brady. Um, that's because you're a gigantic asshole. Um, so the thank you all for sticking around. Looking forward to the Iron Mankin episode. In the word, yeah, definitely that might be uh, something that you two can uh, do on a different podcast. Um, and. In the words of Alan Macon, thanks for sticking around, fellow music nerds. You never said that. No, I definitely said that. <laughs>